Hey guys. Good to see everybody. Let me get all my stuff sorted and I'm going to try and put us live in the Facebook group, I think too, if I am able to do that. Okay, good. Oh, good. I'm so glad you guys are all here. Let's see. We're live on Facebook. Hold on a second, you guys. Let me make sure I put this in the right group. You guys, I can't talk and like multitask. So <laughs> let me just get this in here and then we'll be ready to go. There we go. I want to put this live on Facebook. I can't imagine that the Zoom link is going to fill up, but... There were a lot of people live the other night, which is awesome. Got it. Okay. This should put us live on Facebook in a minute. I'm really excited to coach you guys. Thank you guys for coming. There we go. That should be good. Okay. Let me just give you guys a little intro to coaching for because there's a lot of new people. If you guys have never had coaching with me before I put a one in the chat I'm just curious like who's brand new or if you guys have been to some other events and things um, I wanted to offer you guys some bonus coaching because this is something I offer in the mastermind and I know a lot of people are thinking about joining for the year so I just wanted to give you a chance to come see what's the deal with coaching what are these coaching calls what are the mastermind calls um, and I coach in the mastermind three Tuesdays a month. And then the fourth Tuesday, my team member and business manager, Rebecca Lara, who is an incredible coach, coaches in there. So you get coaching every Tuesday from either me or my team, mostly from me. And then on Thursdays, I do a Q&A where I answer everybody's questions on live stream in the Facebook group. So on Tuesdays, we come on Zoom and you can like talk to me on video. And if you are really stuck with something, I, I think it's really invaluable just to ha be able to talk problems out, to hear other people talk problems out. We get a lot done on the calls. I mean, earlier, I don't even know how many people like, I just coached in there earlier today and we coached on so many different things from launching to what are my next steps to holiday grief to all kinds of different things. So um, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I know when I was building my business, I didn't have any other entrepreneurs around me. And I felt like no one understood. I didn't have anybody to talk to. And then on top of that, the people in my real life gave me terrible advice. So I don't know if you guys have any of that, but you know, everybody told me like I was crazy. It was never going to work. What was I doing? Why was I wasting my time? Why was I wasting my money? What am I doing with all this stuff? Um, and I had a lot of people in my life, you know, that were very well intending, but they just don't understand this type of thing. And so I think for all of us to be able to be on a call, to be with like-minded people, to really talk about what we're actually struggling with, what's going on, what's coming up for us, I think is really invaluable as business owners just to have that community and support. And that's what we offer inside the mastermind. If you want coaching from me, I would love to talk to you. 
I'm going to ask, usually in the mastermind, if you got kids screaming and stuff going on, I'm like, I will coach you. I don't care. Like, I want everybody to get coached. But for this call, because it's going to go in the podcast, <laughs> I'm going to ask that you guys are in a quiet place and you have good internet if you get coached, okay? So if you have quiet, or if you're in a quiet place or able to get into a quiet place real quick when I call on you uh, and you have good internet and you have something you want coached on. It can be about your plan. You don't know what to do next. You don't know what your niche should be. You don't know what you should sell. Um, you feel like an imposter. You make a plan and you don't follow it. I can literally coach you on anything business related. If you want coaching, you need to go to the bottom, go to reactions. And there is a raise hand like button. Do you guys see that on yours? Hopefully you do. If not, I don't have a problem solving for that, but go to reactions and then it says raise hand. And when you do that, it'll put an icon up above your picture. And that just shows me like you want coaching and I'll try to get to as many people as you can. Yeah. I love Megan's like coaching everybody on getting coached. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so love what else do I need to say about coaching? Um, the replay of this is going to go on the podcast. So if you don't say anything, you don't want like in public. Okay. Um, and I think that's it. I'm going to swear. I'm sorry. It's just how I talk. If you've got kids around, put your earbuds in. Okay. <laughs> or a bunch of people on the call were like, my kids, you know, already hear swearing. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be the one to, for them to hear their first swear word. Okay. Um, and that's it. So nobody has their hand raised yet. Who's going to be brave and be the first person? Yay, Beth. Thank you so much. Everybody give Beth a round of applause. She's very brave. You got to go ahead and unmute yourself. There you go. Perfect. Thank you so much. Let me see if I can put my yeah. hand down. She's like, I'm going. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so my question is really, I'm, I'm a fairly new entrepreneur. I was an, a teacher okay. for a bazillion years. Um, I so it. I've had my business for one year. Okay. Um, I It's Fuzzy Face Media. So I specialize in short form video for entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Oh, um, wow. Is, okay. Yeah. I just get to That's do really videos cool of niche. dogs all day. That's really cool. Really my is. dog is my best performing part of my Instagram. We always <laughs> joke about that. <laughs> Mine too. Yes. Um, <laughs> So I'm not quite sure. Um, I'm still building. Hang on. I'm going to grab my stats because I just took them off the wall to put up a new one. Um, okay. I love that. I'm, I'm still building um, my following. I've got you know five, just over 500 Instagram followers. Um, I took out Facebook ads um, with my lead magnet. Um, and I have about 400 people on my email list now, which is okay. great. Um yeah. And then, um, so I'm not really sure where to focus next. My, I'm, I'm launching a B-roll bingo challenge. Um, that'll be $17. Oh, that's so fun. Thank you. <laughs> There'll be prizes. Um, and I'm going to do my first, launching my first course, which will come in February, um, for people to learn how to make different types of videos for their businesses, the ones that are most important that they need. Um, okay. And then also I have, I'm also in the process of launching a film with Fuzzy where people get on with me like this and film in my virtual studio. And then I edit it all for them and send it back. That's amazing. I love that. Thank you. So all they have to do is show up. So you um, have some services you're offering. You said you're going to launch a course. Is that what you said? 
Yes. Um, okay. Because initially when I launched my business, what I wanted to do is just do custom bespoke short form videos, like brand anthems for people, you know, things like that. And I've done some of those. Um, mm -hmm. But I think I need to offer more of a range of services um, depending on, yeah, I do have a teacher voice. <laughs> Um, Sounds like you have a good plan, right? Do you uh -huh. you have a plan for lead gen? What's your plan for Q1 for getting for growing that email list some more? Um, that is a really good question. <laughs> um, Facebook everybody should answer this question. Everybody on the call, <laughs> what is um, your everybody right now? What is your plan for lead Facebook gen? Facebook ads are getting very expensive. Um, so are you, I don't know that I would do Facebook ads if you're not selling anything yet. Are you selling something on those ads? Um, no, not yet. I, that was just to build my email list. Um, okay. So what else, what would you recommend that I try next? Yeah, I would do, well, I put all of the, everything I recommend is on that notion board I gave you guys at plan like a boss, but okay. I, so you can do ads, right? And sometimes, and this is, I'm just going to do it like a disclaimer, you guys. I'm, I give advice that is like, Marketing advice, what I see work for most people, but it doesn't mean that everyone should do something one way. Like I don't believe right. in that just so everybody knows. Okay. Yeah. But generally my advice about ads is to get, figure out a source of free organic lead gen. Okay. And then it's the same framework I taught at Plan Like a Boss, right? So it's, you need a way for people to find you. You need a way for to nurture them and you need to sell them things. Right. Uh -huh. And so- Right now, you have the ads as the way that people are finding you, but they're, ex I mean, they're definitely expensive if you're not selling anything, because that's just right. like a lose-lose, right? It's just like yeah. money going out with no money coming in. I don't, as a business person, I don't love that. Like, I wouldn't want, <laughs> I don't want to be putting money out and having no money come back. Right. If I were doing that in my business, we would not be doing that right so we test things i have a uh -huh. team i have to pay people to do different tasks right and if uh -huh. we don't get a return on those actions we stop doing those tasks okay. right and so to me like i just look at it the ads the same way i evaluate every money i spend in my uh -huh. business which is like is there a return on this investment coming back obviously uh -huh. you're looking like more future like hoping it's going to yeah. come back in the future right but i i don't know i just don't what i would hate is like for you to spend a bunch of money on ads and we attract the wrong people or you decide to pivot or something. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, we've spent all this money on this audience and now that yep. we're not going to get a return on. And so mm -hmm. that's why, just so you guys know, that's why I'm not anti-ads at all. I just think like when it's a, I tell people a good place to be for Facebook ads, I think is when you're at a place where you're like, if I had more people in my business, I would have more money in my bank account. Okay, <laughs> That's when you know you're getting at a good place. For, you're just like, we just need more people. Like, let me, and then right. you're like, oh, I can just buy more people. Perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then that like starts to make a lot of sense. It if, depends like what your financial situation is. If you have money to invest, like, you know, it could be worth it for some of you guys to buy some ads and buy some people before you're ready and get some practice that way. But as far as like free organic the things that I'm seeing working right now, the best for most people are TikTok, mm -hmm. Instagram, as far as like, I'm seeing reels and carousels have organic reach on Instagram right yeah. now, which okay. organic reach just means it might, uh, people that don't follow you might see it. Um, yeah. And then 
we do a lot of collaboration. So we do this in the mastermind. If you join, when you guys join the mastermind, you get to come to our events. We do a quarterly event. So the next one will be a summit where people get to speak. We mm -hmm. just wrapped up the one in December where they got to do a bundle and mm -hmm. get subscribers that way. Um, and so you can do events like that, which are like collaboration events, bundle summits, freebie okay. exchanges, where it's like, I'll send your freebie out. If you send my freebie out, that okay. works really well for a lot of our people. And then the long-term organic strategies are the search engines, which are Google, YouTube, Pinterest. Those are search engine strategies right. um, where you're trying to rank for keywords. Okay. So that's something, but then, so hopefully that helps give you some ideas and like get that stuff turning in your brain a little bit. But my yep. question to you is it's interesting because you said to me, you were like, I don't know like what to do next. And then you gave me a big long list of what you were going to do <laughs> next. And I was like, what is, what is our problem here? Do you think? <laughs> right um, did you guys well, catch that she said I just don't know what to do next well I'm gonna do a course in a membership and I'm like seems like she's got a really pretty damn good idea of what she's gonna do next you want to help with the launch strategy is that what you need um I'm feeling pretty good about launch stuff I mean it's there's there's a That's lot great. <laughs> yeah there there's a lot to do but like here's what I'll tell you this huh. is what I tell everybody Beth is like this is just this is your probably is it your first launch you're gonna yes. do so this is your first launch. This is one launch. How many launches do you think you'll do in your career if you make this a career for oh, yourself? Geez, at least for a year, maybe six. <laughs> yeah. So look, like this is just one launch. And oh. so like the reason I want to tell you that is like you don't have to have like all of it perfect and done the first time. Okay. Okay. So so each time we run a launch. We yep. like build, I think about it like building assets for your business. So each time I run a launch, I try to build a couple more assets out. So whether that's a testimonial video or getting the sales page cleaned up or getting bonuses to send people, mm -hmm. right? So I just build, uh, I've built up over time, like a little bank of assets I can use when we're launching, like graphics, landing pages, okay. events that we've done, like all of that stuff. And so mm -hmm. you just want to think about, this is one launch. We're just going to run it and then you're going to run it again and make it a little better, run it again, make it a little better. By the end of the year, if you do that all year, you're going to be pretty damn good at launching. All right. I love to the hear that. The point of the first one is just to do the first one, <laughs> not to have everything done. All right. That's why I'm doing it with a $17 offer first. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Right. And then that thought of like, there's a lot to do that can create, you just want to watch that because it can create a lot of overwhelm for you. Oh yeah. So I want you to stay out of thinking <laughs> there's a lot to do is just be like, this is my first launch. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Take some of that pressure off. Like, see, I'm just trying to neutralize because yeah. a lot, it's easy to go with launches. Like this is a really big deal and it's really important and there's a lot to do. I like, trust me, I'm the queen of this. My brain loves to go there. It's just like, this is all like, it's all come down to this. <laughs> and it's like, I have to like step back and neutralize it and be like, this is just one launch of my career. <laughs> this is yeah. not like a make or break moment. <laughs> this is just one launch. We're literally going to run the same launch again in a, a couple months. Right. And just do your first launch and just take notes of like what you want to improve the next time. Okay. And then run it again. All right. See what I'm saying? Yep. All right. Thank you. Okay. I think you have a great plan. I want you to start telling yourself, you know what you're doing. All right. <laughs> That's your own work. <laughs> All right. Let me get Marianne. 
let me tell you guys, Marianne, after Marianne, no one else has their hand raised. And mastermind, tell them in the chat what happens if nobody else has their hand raised by the time I'm done coaching Marianne. <laughs> somebody else already raising their hand. <laughs> that call ends, everybody. So make sure, somebody make sure their hand is up. All right, Marianne, how can I help you? Yeah, uh, so a question. Um, it's actually yeah. um, tag tagging on to what was just asked. Um, yeah. I did, this is my half-ass launch and... I really approached it as like the bare minimum. All I need to have is the product to sell, a way to sell it, and um, and that's it. And but like I, oh. as you've been talking about running, running the launch, it's like oh, my brain is like oh, you need more, you need more, you need. <laughs> and so I just want to make sure launching is just selling. It's just selling your offer, and then you can over time tweak it and kind of add things make it a bigger thing or not it's just kind of however you decide to sell a lunch i've done lunches that are just emails yeah you guys remember that like i was at an event and i was like i think i can't remember what happened but i wanted to invest in something and i needed five grand and mm -hmm. i just went up in my hotel room and i just pulled a bunch of sales emails and scheduled them to go out and i opened the cart like i just opened the page or whatever for people to pay so it's just, all it was, was emails. I had no videos. I was like traveling. I had no videos. I had no nothing. I just ran the emails out. So okay. yeah, like launching can launch, like launching really, I think to me, it just means opening a cart or having some type of limited offer. Mm. Yeah. So it's just like encouraging people to sign up within a time frame. That's yeah. All. Cause if you have it like available all the time, that's all the time, but the launch is like that incentive. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So you can do a launch even for something that's open all the time. You would just do mm. like a bonus, like that's okay. available gotcha. that week. Right. Okay. And so let your brain, like let your brain go to a place where it's like, we're just going to keep it as simple as possible. And I'll tell you, yeah. Marianne, just for everybody else on here, cause there's a lot of new, I love seeing like new entrepreneurs, you guys, I'm so excited for all of you. But, but your biggest challenge is going to be keeping things fucking simple mm -hmm. while you are one person, right? A lot of you have health issues, have kids, have family members you're taking care of, have like a lot of you have difficult life circumstances um, and, and jobs. Like we don't, like most of us don't have just like unlimited time to like work on the business. Like I don't, that's not the reality most of us live in. Right. And so you need to figure out how can I grow my business in a way that's sustainable and keep it very, very simple. And so yeah. for you, I think it would be great for you to think about, I want to learn a way I can bring money in. That's not going to, not going to require a lot of energy for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You it's can't funny. figure that out by putting out a lot of energy. Do you see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. And it's funny because I, in the last call, I just announced that I made my goal. I have my course and it's like, my mind is already jumping to like, oh, I've got to make it bigger. I go, and I've recognized that it's like, no, I'm keeping it simple. Um, so yeah, that's good. Like I want to, I want to start it simple so I can keep, keep it simple. You know, I don't want to like yeah. go all out in the beginning. That's a really good point. And then the second thing, speaking of like leads and keeping it simple, Mm -hmm. I've been really frustrated that like with um with the lead gen for 
um, TikTok and Instagram um, reels, you're getting that free organic reach, which is like amazing. And it's like a limited time offer. But with my chronic health issues and stuff, it's just been like really hard to do. And so I, I thrive on one-on-one -on -one or just interaction with people. And I don't really get that from reels. And with my health issues, I also feel like I want to be able to reuse the content that I'm using and reels are kind of like one and done. And so I kind of, I'm like racking my brain. I'm just curious if you're aware of like other platforms. I, I know like summits and I'm wanting to do more niche down. You're doing summit. finance niche, right? Can you remind yeah. me what your yep. specific niche is again? It's like mm -hmm. budgeting. It's like it's, shopping. Uh, it's like spending, <laughs> spending coach. You're good. Spending coach. <laughs> You all start to blend together in my brain after a while. <laughs> oh, spending. Totally so fine. it's like overspending, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So like I, I mean, want to do more like niched down summits for finances so that I'm not convincing people they need it. It's like the people coming already know they need it. And it's just a, a new way to make your budget work um, to overcome overspending. So I, that's kind of my strategy right now is like doing those more niche down. I'm all, I'm also doing like lots of guest podcast interviews and I really thrive in those because it's that collaboration. It's like that. So I didn't know if like there was a platform that, that other than Facebook and Instagram that encouraged that or just, just do the summit thing. And I, I think you should just test, like, I think I think you should test like the strategy that you came up with and see if it works. Okay. So your brain is like trying to figure out like sometimes our brain will like go forward into the future and try to like be little fortune tellers about like and like your brain doesn't know if you need other strategies yet or not because we yeah. haven't tested these ones. Right. And I think what's what's hardest for me is I I it's so it's so like tempting to want to jump onto the TikTok Instagram bandwagon because it's like you can go viral and it's it's all that, but like it just isn't working for my lifestyle. And I, I want so I, I don't want that for your long priority time. has to be your health right now. Yeah. It just has yep. to be. Yep. Right. And if we're looking at like your priority is your health, like is adding that on in line with your priorities right now. Yeah. And it's not. And I think I just need the to keep the plan that you made. That. Here's what I want you, everybody listen to what I'm saying. The plan that you made was from the higher thinking part of your brain where you sat down and you were like, like you made a very strategic decision for yourself, right? Where you're like, I have chronic health issues. Let me make a legion strategy that factors that in that is in line with my priorities right but yeah. then what happens is we get in the moment and we go to the like the we were talking about what it was it like the shiny object syndrome earlier right shiny where it's squirrel. like it's shiny squirrel syndrome where it's like oh i i could do tiktok oh i could do this oh my god she said that blah, blah, blah. right and you just want to be aware of like emotional decisions versus strategic decisions when you sat down and you decided to be on the podcast and be in the summits, like my feeling of the way you're talking about it is that was a strategic decision. You were like, I have chronic health issues. I need lead gen for my business. Let me do it this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the emotional decision is like, oh my God, if I'm not on TikTok, I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or sure. whatever it was. Right. Or like, oh my God, I could be doing more, but but here's the thing, Marianne, is like, there's always more you could do. 
there's always more places to be more we could be posting more we could be and at a certain point we have to decide what is going to be strategic for my life I said this at plan like a boss remember when we were talking about um you have to decide how much time you're going to put into running your business or else it'll just expand forever mm. and like how much money you're going to spend because it'll just expand forever. You have to make a decision about that. And I think you yeah. did make a decision about that where you were like, I want to lead gen strategy that's going to work with me and my body and my health and where I'm at. And you made yeah. that plan strategically. And hopefully, I bet this is resonating with other people too. You guys put in the chat if you're resonating with this where you're like, yeah, I made a plan and then I get like that you know, and you guys can check in with your body when we're making decisions and out of fear or that desperate thing or that like missing, the fear of missing out. Like when you feel those feelings in your body, that just, it's fine. It's we're humans. We're always going to have that, but you guys just want to be aware. Oh, that's an emotional decision. And my policy is like, I don't make emotional decisions in my business. I make strategic decisions in my business. So if I'm not sitting down like a boss, like in my little, with my little boss hat on in a good frame of mind, making a plan, I'm not making decisions about my business, right? Because otherwise my brain is like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. Oh my God, so-and-so is doing that. Like, oh, like, right. And so I, I sit down, I make the big business decisions and then I just notice that stuff and let it pass. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, I loved your your tip about uh, reminding about making um, like I'm not gonna go past this time. I'm not gonna go past this budget because I'm really really good about my business budget and conscious that I'm not making money, so I'm not gonna spend a ton. But like the time thing, I'm like, oh, I can I can just give all this time and my priority is my health, my family. So I, I need to make my business work for me. And you need a time budget. The same mm -hmm. thoughts that you use to follow that money budget, you can borrow and use for a time budget, right? And because you have tough boundaries around money, it's easy for you to be like, no, I'm sure you say no to things all the time. And your brain's like, oh, maybe we need that. You're like, no, we don't. <laughs> yep. You need that, but for time, right? And time and money, I'm telling you guys right now, like time and money as entrepreneurs, those things are always going to be trying to expand in your business. It's going to just be like more time, more money. And it's like, you have to put some boundaries up. Um, and that doesn't mean, and also like just spending more and more time and money, like that doesn't necessarily equal results. So like the other like part that's hard with our brain is like being able to say no to things and stick to your plan and also believe I can get an outcome, right? All of us have known entrepreneurs that just work and do shit all the time and make no money. Does anybody know any people like that? <laughs> Is anybody on here a people like that? <laughs> I used to be like that, right? I would just be like, I'll just do this and I'll do this and I'll do this and I'll do this. And I was just working all the time. I was making no money. So do you just want to like unlink like time and money in your brain and like business success? There's like a lot of stuff about like business and hustle and working hard, you know? And And I'm not someone that, I'm not like a fluffy, like manifestation necessarily person. That's like, oh, you just like feel good and you make money. And I'm like, no, like there's some real, real discomfort and like work a lot of us have to do. But I think that on the other side of that, I think sometimes our brains have a thought error. That's like, I have to work more to be successful. I need to be doing more to make more money. And, and I just like, don't think that that's necessarily true. So I think doing a little bit of work, like unlinking that could be useful to you too. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I've I've linked it to because I have chronic health issues, I have to work more when I feel up to it. But yeah, you're we're just setting those hard boundaries. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't want like when you feel good for you to be like working really hard necessarily either, because then we're like kind of setting up into this cycle, I think, of like feeling better, but then burning yourself out. Like we really want to make sure that you're doing everything very sustainably right now because that your health has to be the number one, right? Absolutely. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. I'd love Marianne's getting coached twice in one day. She's like all the coaching. All right. Terry. Harry Hartman. How are you How doing? Are you? I'm great. Thanks for coming. What can I help you with? I'm just starting out and I have nothing to sell yet. Um, I'm okay. becoming a coach to empower single women to be happy and fulfilled on their own. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. I'm great. And I'm writing a book to the same subject. So oh, wow. right amazing. now, I know I'm excited. I'm All these things are falling into place. So it's working out, but I'm just trying to get people right now. I don't, I have shiny object syndrome, like nobody's freaking business. If you know how many things I took from Lizzie's Christmas party and how many emails I get now, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> and I want to do all There's the a lot th of good stuff in that bundle. Yeah, though, like, I'm like, hey, it's so much good stuff. <laughs> now I got you. So I'm like, yeah, now you're here. Now I'm here. So I'm like, I don't, number one, I got to focus. Number two, I need to know. Right now, I'm just trying to nurture and attract people that are mostly single women, you know, that will need coaching later and want to buy my book later. And then I can do launches. So I just don't know how to build the audience, more or less. Okay. Let's talk about your plan for Q1. So I always, I do 90 day plan. So I just how my brain works. I'm like, let's make a plan for you for March, like from now until March to, to help you build an audience. Okay. Yes. So what do you want to do for lead gen this quarter? What do you want to test? Um, I did do a lead magnet to get people onto my website. Um, 25 things to do when you feel lonely. Yeah. I also am doing interviews with single women to put in my book. Okay. So I'm trying to get people's attention. I'm joining groups. Those are, here's what I want you to think yeah. about. This will help okay. a bunch of people on here, I think. Okay. So the lead magnet, we're really going to be giving to people after they already have found you probably, right? Because how are they going to find it if they don't know you exist? And then the interviews too, this is like stuff you're doing to nurture people that already have found you and so the piece that you're missing is a piece before that it's like how do you get people to find you right right so that's the the piece is you need a just a plan for lead gen so like i said the main ways i'm seeing work for people for growing an audience right now are ads which i wouldn't i personally i wouldn't recommend that for you unless you're like a billionaire or something you just got like money i don't know <laughs> that you want to spurn but <laughs> if we if we're on a budget right i grew i bootstrap my business so you know that's probably why i'm like give the advice i do right so there's ads but we can probably rule that out for now until you have something to sell at least um there is have you thought about doing like TikTok? I think that could be really interesting or Instagram reels. I'm seeing like reels and carousels having organic okay. reach right now on Instagram. But I would think about growing a social media platform for you because it, it's going to take some time to invest in it. But if you're going to launch this book, like wouldn't it be great to have like a big 
platform to launch your yes. book on. That's what right? I'm hoping. And yeah. I have my own uh, empowered single women group, but I have like 15 people in there, but I'm working on it. And then I went on Reddit and I posted in single by choice groups to get interview people. That's great. To- I love that you're like outside the box, right? The Facebook group too, that's, I would put that in the nurture bucket. So that's also something for people that after they find you. Yeah. So I would, my, I would suggest doing reels and tiktok good thing oh, i'm in or one or the other creator I would, camp. but i are you in creator camp yes because i'm scared to death okay. of video so good thing i'm in Look, that. creator camp is gonna help you like mm-hmm. start going through the modules in there and then megan's doing a really great challenge in there about trending audio you can do this month but yeah so that's what i need to that's do. what i would do this quarter and i would make that like i would make that your plan for q1 i'd be like i'm gonna grow my platform. I'm going to go through the stuff in creator camp. I'm going to do, we have a challenge in there every month. So you can do a challenge in there every month to grow your platform. I can almost guarantee you guys, if you do the plot, if you do the challenges in creator camp, January, February, March, your account is going to grow. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I know it, it's hard. Like it, it takes learning to learn how to be on camera and it takes practice and it takes time. But I, I think like you'll end up with a lot more skills right? And you'll end up with followers like because of it. So I think that should be your plan for Q1 is like, I'm going to do the challenges in creator camp and grow my uh, social, learn how to grow a social media platform. I'm going to get the skills and really practice and learn how to grow a social media platform. I think that would be game changing for you. Okay. And that's what I have a, a mentor, but he's not savvy on, you know, whatever. But he told me, he's like, when you talk about what you're doing, you show, you can see the passion. So you need to be on camera. And I'm like, <laughs> but the TikTok and reels are great though. Cause they're just little short videos. Quick. Yeah. Right. And so you just think about, you can even go on chat GPT and be like, ask me, you know, a hundred common struggles single women face or something and then you just go down the list and you just make a one minute clip giving them a little pep talk or a little tip about each of those i'm sure you could talk about that no problem it's just the practice of like getting the format and a system for making that content and it feels weird because you haven't done it before but just get your first hundred videos done as fast as you can and you're gonna be so much more you're gonna be fine you just i really think like this whole thing it's just because you haven't you don't have the practice yet. So it just, no. you're like, I don't know how to do it. And it's like, of course you haven't, you don't know how to do it. You haven't <laughs> never done it before. Do it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I did right? one the other night because I was watching the camp stuff. And you I was probably like, have a better idea how to do it now. Right. Each time do. You do it, you'll get a little more clarity. You'll get a little better. Yeah. It's going to feel weird. You're going to feel weird and awkward at first. Right. Um, oh yeah. But you just partner with those negative emotions. I talk about that in the modules in there. And if you're willing, I always, this is what I always say, you guys, who else feels scared about being on camera or weird or burfy, right? I used to like have like a panic attack every time I would think about going on camera. I, if you had told me I would be doing this when I started my business, I would have laughed directly in your face. There was like no shot on earth. I ever wanted to be on camera on the internet. That just sounded like a nightmare to me with my anxiety, but it's just practice right and the way I got through it was I would just think like the only thing between me where I am and the life I want is a bunch of uncomfortable emotions and I was like I'm willing to feel any feeling I need to feel in my body for as long as I need to feel it 
to get out of the situation I'm in and to have a better life and to have more opportunities. Right. And I would just tell myself that all the time. I would just be like, I'm willing to feel cringy. I'm willing to feel anxious. I'm willing to feel stupid. I'm willing to feel whatever embarrassed. And and my brain would be like, oh my God, people are going to laugh. I'd be like, it's no problem. I'm willing to feel embarrassed as many times as I need to. And just give yourself those pep talks. And I promise it really does get easier. It really does. It's just practice. That's all. Just thinking it that way, that's a good perspective. So that does change my whole perspective on getting on camera. Okay. Well, thank you. What happens in our, yeah, yeah. What happens in our brain, just so everybody knows is like our brain is programmed to avoid discomfort and to seek comfort and pleasure. Right. So a lot of times when our brain feels embarrassed or feels, um, I don't know, cringy or embarrassed or bad, it's just like, oh my God, it's a huge problem. But if you can kind of catch that and kind of intercept it, instead of being like, oh my God, you're right. I shouldn't do it. It's a big, it's just like, oh yeah, I can be embarrassed. It's just a feeling like I've been embarrassed lots. Like I always say, like, I'm really good at being anxious, right? I, I can be anxious. It's okay. Um, and so hopefully that helps, but I'm excited you're in creator camp. Definitely. I think you've got a good plan. Okay. Focus on growing that platform. Cause it's going to make a big difference in your book launch and stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Got to get that book written too. <laughs> yeah. Look, well, you've got a lot. You're, you've got a lot you're doing. Okay. You be, you give yourself grace. Don't like make this sustainable for yourself too. Okay. Yeah. Don't burn yourself out. Cause I need you out there coaching on these single ladies. Okay. I know. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Megan, it's good to see you. Hi. Hello. How, how are <laughs> you? What can I help you with? I'm good. I am struggling with the idea of joining a program that I know I want to join, but I feel like I've asked my husband if I should join like eight programs in the last like two weeks. And he's like, Megan, no, Megan, no. And so I'm worried he's going to be like, Megan, no. (laughs) And I'm just like having anxiety about talking to him about it, which is so silly because like we've been together for like 11 years. I shouldn't feel anxious about talking to him about anything anymore, but alas, I am. (laughs) Well, you're human. You're human, right? And right. humans are emotion. You're in a human body. So I don't know. I've not been married that long, but you other people on the call that have been married that long, do you still have a lot of emotions <laughs> in your human body? <laughs> I don't think you hit. I'm just saying, like, I think it's okay to like have emotions even when you're married a long time. Right. Yeah. So when you think about talking to him, what is your what are your thoughts that are causing anxiety? All the barfy like, thoughts anxiety? are just like this is just another program. This is just another thing that she saw. Like at this point, does she just want to spend money? Should I just say yes? So she'll shut up. Like, <laughs> Oh, so we're going into like husband's brain. I love when you guys. Oh, for it. sure. Always. <laughs> I asked for your thoughts and you gave me all his thoughts. What you, what your thoughts Those are. are my, my thoughts are about his thoughts. I don't know. My yeah, thoughts they're are like my thoughts about what his thoughts, he hasn't even had any thoughts yet. Right. Cause we haven't even asked him. So it's like my thoughts about his thoughts in the future. <laughs> Who has thoughts about their 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 partner's thoughts about in the future they're going to have? I think we all do this, right? It's like, he's going to think this. Yeah, so he might think that. So let's just say he does think that. What's like the worst feeling one? Like, is it the, I should just say, yes, I should shut up, or this is just another program. What's like the worst feeling one, if you don't mm. mind sharing it? The worst one is the, do you just want to spend our money to spend our money? <laughs> Yeah. So do you just want to spend our money to spend our money? Let's say he does think that I'm going to, you know, cause you've coached with me enough. We don't know what like other people no. are thinking. Right. <laughs> I'm always like, if I knew what y'all's husbands were thinking, I'd be a lot richer than I am. Right. <laughs> 
if I was like able to like, if I were able to like change husband's behavior and know what husband was thinking. (laughs) Right. But we're just going to say for the sake of this, that he does, he does think that, or he will think that. Right. So do you just want to spend money just to spend money? What is painful about that to you? Why is it a problem? I'm worried he's right. (laughs) I'm worried he's right. I'm, and like with that comes a lot of pain of like, uh, being spoiled. It brings up a lot of stories that my family has about like rich people sucking and spending money pointlessly. And I don't want to be like that, I guess. Are you going to be like that? I don't know. <laughs> I hope what not. Is that, what does that mean? Like when you're, tell me more about that. So when you're like, I don't want to it sounds like a lot of this is about being wasteful, about being rich and being wasteful. Mm-hmm. Is that right? It's more about being self-indulgent than wasteful necessarily. I know those are related, but like no, it's, no. This is great. yeah, there's like a big fear in my head about like, well, Megan just does whatever Megan wants and she has a family, but she's spending money on this, even though she totally doesn't have to. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious and I don't know the answer to this, but do you think that about, do you think like, do you think other moms should not spend any money on themselves? I don't know. I was taught that like there's an indoctrinated part of my brain that absolutely yes, was taught that poor people are poor because they're dumb with their money, which is so wrong, but that's what I was taught. And like, a lot of us are taught that, right? Oh, it makes me very angry now, but that's what I believed for a long time. And I think there's a part of my brain that's still like, well, if you don't have everything that you need, you shouldn't be buying things that you want. And I don't like it. (laughs) Well, you gotta, yeah, I think it's just like, is that a thought you want to keep, right? So the way, like, I would just try to neutralize a little bit of this, because the stuff with money can be very loaded, because we are, we've thought those thoughts a lot, and we don't really usually question them, so they just feel like the truth, right? A a lot of our thoughts about money are, I always say, like, the hardest things to coach people on are time and money, because you're Mm -hmm. just like, this is, I'm reporting the news to you, Faith, like, these are facts, (laughs) right yeah right and so but we have to just remember these are just thoughts and like do we want to keep them right and so this this thought that we're having is like I shouldn't spend any money unless what was it like all my needs are met or something basically yeah I shouldn't buy anything I need until I have every single like but I would argue like your needs are I have coached you a long time and I know you I there's like if you didn't have rent covered and food covered and everything covered for your family and your kids there's fucking no way you would be wanting to invest in coaching no there's not right and so that's why I think it's interesting because when I look at you I'm like that's very clear to me um that you know this isn't always the case with people that I coach right sometimes I really have to be like hey like you need to take care of your financial well-being here and like we need to look at like we need to have some really hard conversations about like your bills need to be paid before you're investing in this business. Right. But with you, I just know you would never do that. Do you see that about yourself? I know I would never spend money. We don't have, like, I know I wouldn't dive that far, but so here's the thing. I think I was talking about this in the comments a little bit for so long. I was so broke that I couldn't spend money on anything. Now there's a part of my brain that's like, 
I have cash. I can do whatever I want. I am the money gremlin. <laughs> I will throw money at everything. But are you doing that though? Are you really I don't throwing know. So That's the thing. Either? I'm not sure because truly I'm not even exaggerating. There have been like eight programs in like a month. Well, that I think I you need to set to a budget for yourself. So let me Maybe. ask you this. Do you know your business? Do you know how much money is coming in and out of your business every month? And Megan and I yes. are going to coach I just did all of that. Yes. Okay. So when I, I would look at those numbers and I would just decide how much money a month you're going to give yourself for coaching and that, or for education, I would put like coaching education programs. Right. And then what I do, I have a budget like this too. Cause like, I'm always telling you guys, like your money will expand the same is true in my business, right? My money will just, my expenses will just expand forever. Mm -hmm. And so I have a budget of like monthly what I spend on personal development, education, coaching, those types of things. And then if I want to invest in a bigger program, um, I will go ahead and the way I do it is I will go ahead and do that. But then it's like, there's no buy for the next six months or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I bought a bunch of stuff at Black Friday that was on sale that I wanted for, for programs and stuff. And I probably, I think my no buy is till like February for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I think yeah. you've got to just make a decision about how much do you want to spend on education? And I think deciding that ahead of time would alleviate some of that. There's obviously mm-hmm. like more coaching we can do around this, around the money stuff for sure. But mm-hmm. as far as the business and like, I think that would clean some of this up for you. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of it is the money stuff and the like hardworking blue collar family stuff and like a lot of that that we've talked about but then there's also like part of me is like should I really be joining another program right now because like I am doing a weight loss program all of 2024 I have to write my goddamn book at some point like I you know I have like a lot of things that I have to do I I'm home with the twins until October of 2024 and like part of me is like should I even is that responsible like will I devote as much time to it as I need to like I just um here's what here's what I think Megan is like I think you need to neutralize some of this stuff a little bit because it's like is this responsible is this like an ethical use of money it's like there's just there's just decisions right there's just you deciding what you want to do here and like I just coached on this a little bit earlier in the mastermind but we were talking about either way can be a win here. So you can say, Mm. no, I don't want to do the program. I want to stay like very focused on the goals I already have. And I want my money in my bank account and you get to feel like, and take that fucking win. Or you get to invest the money in the program and feel like I've worked really hard to grow my business. I have these resources and you get to take that fucking win, but either way you get to win. And it's like, if there's no like right or wrong and with you, it's interesting because your brain really makes it like an ethical, like a moral oh, yeah. dilemma. <laughs> oh, for sure. I was raised Catholic faith. Everything's a moral but dilemma. It's like, if you're a good, still a good person, <laughs> it's like the same thing about winning, how we talk. It's like the same thing with like morality. It's like, if you still get to be a good person and buy things and you still get to be a good person and save your money, which one do you want to do? But there's no mm-hmm. actual like moral high ground here I don't think for you and I think that's what I'm looking for because like the program I want to join is um it's actually Alyssa who did did the DEI training for the mastermind and everything so I want to work with Alyssa 
and she's wonderful and great. And I know it's like the most ethical thing to do to make my coaching business more inclusive. So that feels like what's going to make me a good person. But then it's like, oh, not spending money is what makes you a good person. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's just all there's no like good people or bad people. There's just people being people, people, human brains, people doing people things. Okay. It's just yeah. like, let's just like, just see if you can like neutralize it a little bit. Cause I think it'll be useful to you. Right. Mm. And then here's the other thing I'll say too, for all of you, cause we're always going to have stuff like this. You'll always have stuff like this in your business where you're like, I definitely want this in the business someday. Like I for sure think if you don't buy it now, you'll end up like getting it eventually. I right? will. But I do think like there is such a thing as timing for investments, like in any investment, right? So if we look at real estate investments or we look at stock market investments or we look at um, education investments, like timing is a, is a real thing in those, I think, right? Mm -hmm. And so it could be the right program and the right teacher and not the right time. Or it could be like, you know what? I'm going to make this the right time. But either way, you still get to be a good, caring person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that's true. Um, I think a more neutral thought that I could think about it is, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to find something more neutral that's not based on like good and bad. Well, first of all, like stay out of husband's thoughts. Let's husband. That's true. Thoughts. Out of husband's thoughts. Let yeah. him We've have enough going on in our own brains. Y'all don't need to be going into husband's brain. <laughs> Right. It's like, right. just stay and worry about your own, what's going on in your own brain. Right. I think, okay. I think you mentioned this, but my, my neutral thought is just whatever, whatever I decide on this, I'm going to stick to it and be proud of that decision. I won't be ashamed. Yeah, I refuse to be ashamed of whatever I choose. Yes. Thank you. I love that for you. Right. And I think that this is like a huge, like a really great valuable exercise for you. Yeah. It's, hard. it's really good. It's just hard. Well, also like the recognition of like that shame comes from your thinking and you're like, and I'm not going to do that to myself. Now, done with that nonsense. And it makes it easy. But do you guys see how it makes it easier to make a decision? Right. It makes it easier to make a decision when you're managing your thoughts and you're aware of what's going on in your brain, because you don't have to be worried about like, what if I choose wrong or I try to choose the right thing? Right. A lot of this is like, I need to pick the right thing so I don't feel bad. Right. But you're like, but no matter what I pick, I'm going to be proud, though. So you might feel bad because, I mean, we're humans and we have positive and negative thoughts and feelings all the time. But you can still you can guarantee like whatever I choose, I'm going to choose. I'm going to create the experience where I'm proud of that. And I yeah, think that's gonna exactly. Really I'm in charge. It's going to be really great <laughs> for you. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think you should give yourself a budget for education because I've coached you on this a couple of times. And you I have. I know it's come up several times over the last like little while. Like I just I yeah, have all these I things just, I want to invest in and it's hard to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. It's normal, right? You guys all feel like this. I mean, look, this is what I say when you guys start online business. It's like all of a sudden everybody starts running around with their hands out. <laughs> Like, do you want, like, you want to buy this thing? You want to buy this thing? You want to buy this thing? And we're kind of like, yeah, maybe <laughs> like I need help. I know I need help. Right. And that can be very overwhelming. And that's why I was at plan like a boss teaching, like, you need to decide what your expenses are going to be this, you know, at least for the next quarter, your business is changing a lot. So like, we can always make a budget. And then if you're 
you know, quadruple or something in the next year, we can always increase it. But for right now, where the numbers are right now, I would just make a decision ahead of time about how much money you want to invest. And then it also gives you context when you're making these decisions about this is all of my education budget, or actually this isn't that much of my education budget. I could still buy some other things. And you kind of have more of a concept about uh, like how it fits into your overall plan. Do you see what I'm saying? I think so. Yeah. I'm doing like mental math in my head. Like, okay, what should the budget be? I'm already like jumping on your advice. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I need yeah, to yeah. be in the look moment. At your, Listen. Look at your, look at your spreadsheet. So I have my numbers like in a sheet. I actually do this with Whitney, my advisor, who is also mm-hmm. a coach in the mastermind. For those of you guys that join, my personal financial advisor also coaches in the mastermind. So you get access to her, which is incredible. But we look at my, she and I together look at my numbers and figure out, you know, how much needs to go into retirement. How much can we afford to spend on team? Can we increase this team spending? Can we increase the education budget? Like, what do we want to do with this money? You just need to look at your numbers and, and make a decision and then put some of that the same way I allocate money for expenses for team and the software. I also allocate money to the education where it's like, this is just part of my business expenses of running the business. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Is that going to give you enough to get, get through this? Yes. I just have to get up the same stuff. Yeah, I just have to get up the nerve to actually like bring another program up to my husband. <laughs> what do you make that mean that you've already pitched? How many programs have you pitched? To? What did you say? There was like, you're like, I've pitched in this many in two weeks or something. I think two, three, I think four. This would be number five. And like, I don't know. I, I keep extending the time frame, but like, it feels like a lot, but you're right. Okay. Facts. Probably. I think I've talked to him about four programs in the last six months. Okay. It's, it's Not about, two weeks. It's been six months. <laughs> okay. So that's, well, that's already like getting factual is sometimes good for our brains, right? Because our brain is like, I picked, I talked to him every two minutes about a program. Like our brains yeah. are so dramatic, right? It's like, what are the facts? So that's good to know. The facts are four programs in six months. And he might think that's a lot. It sounds like you think that's a lot. What I think it, he is, thinks it's a lot. <laughs> I it think a, it's fine. Why is it a problem for him to think it's a lot? Let him think that. Well, because it's our our combined finances. And so like, I feel bad not... wanting to spend money in ways differently than he wants to spend money. <laughs> well, that's like human beings. Like you guys are married, right? You're certainly not going to agree on everything all the time, right? No. But you're bringing it to him to have a discussion. You're not going and like maxing out credit cards, right? Right. No, not at all. This is married people finance shit. This would be my thought about it. You could borrow if you want, but I would just be like, this is just married people finance stuff. Like we have to have yeah. discussions about how to spend our money and decide together. Yes. Yes. You're That's right. That's what okay. it is when you get tied up for that joint bank account. Y'all got a mortgage together. You got kids together. You're going to have to talk about how you want to spend your money. Right. This is just married people stuff. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just having, you're just doing married people stuff. This is what it is. When you sign up for marriage, you got to have discussions about how we want to send or spend our money. Yeah. I think I'm doing what I do very frequently with my husband. I'm using the love I received in the past (laughs) and I'm projecting that onto him 
as if that's the way he loves me. Like he's going to judge me and tell me I'm dumb and all this stuff. But like, he's never done that. He probably won't do that. But like, there's all these past memories that are like, buddy might. <laughs> well, I'm like, let's give him the chance. Like, let's just see. Right. Like, I know. That's the other thing. He's like, I if he is going to do that, that's in good information. Mouth. Yeah. If he is going to do that, that's good information for you to have. Oh, for sure. No, if he actually did respond in these ways, we'd have a whole other problem. Right. That's like, we would want to know that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So like, look, so it's just good. It's just good to like, watch our brains. Our brains all do these things, right? We all have like, we, and you guys will have this. I'm going to relate this back to the business. Are you guys ready? Please do. (laughs) (laughs) We, our brains do this with husbands. They do it with business where it's like, this is what happened in the past. So now I'm going to fortune tell and predict the future. And guess what? Our brains are not very good at predicting the future. (laughs) Think about how many times you guys make a plan for the day and it goes totally sideways. And you're like, I didn't fucking see that coming. (laughs) Like We're not super good at fortune telling. Okay. So let's like put the little fortune teller stuff down. Let's let husband be husband. Let's just let him react how he's going to react. Okay. Right. This is just, there's nothing wrong with you for wanting to talk to your husband about how you spend money because that's what married people do. That would be the neutral thought I would give you. Yes. Also, also a somewhat positive thought is in the past, I may have just bought the thing and not talked to him because my fear was so much stronger than, but also I wanted to do it. (laughs) And that feels way more unhealthy than just having a difficult conversation. So yeah. So it's like, look, we're having the conversation. Look at us as healthy married people. We're doing it right. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's fun to do all the time. No, not at all. It won't be fun, but it'll be okay. It'll be Talking fine. About money is not fun for most people, right? That's not like our favorite pastime. I don't think as humans, but, but super great for your marriage and your partnership. And it's, it's a new, we're in a new era and we're just going to talk to husband. We're going to let husband have his own thoughts and his own reactions. And we'll just see what happens. Right. And then you guys together can figure out, figure this out. Yeah. You yes. should be paying for this together. out of the business account too, right? Oh, for sure. Out of the business account. And there's plenty of money in there to do it. Um, It's yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's good if you know you're someone who impulsively spends, I think it's good to have another person that's like overseeing, right? Yes. And stuff. So I think that that's a good decision for you to, to consult with him. Great. How lovely. And I just had like a good thought too. Yeah. I just had a good thought too of like when I bring it up to him, be like, Hey, I'm probably going to come to you with a new program every like two or three weeks. And like, I don't want you judging me or anything. Like it doesn't have to turn into that. It can just be like, Hey, this is Megan's new impulsive thing. And then we talk about it. Like, that's it. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. I think he'd be totally down for that. I think you would too, actually, if I just, if I frame it as like, this is an accommodation I need for my ADHD, please, to save us from going bankrupt because I want to buy everything. I think he would really appreciate that. Probably. <laughs> that very reasonable, right? This is all reasonable. Megan, you are a good, honest, reasonable human, okay? That's oh, what I give you. Okay? <laughs> okay. okay. You're going to be okay? Cool. Let, I let am, me know yes. when you decide, okay? Thank you. Yeah. Francie, I'm glad you made it. Oh, wait, you're muted. Hold on. We got to unmute you. Can you, there should be like a little microphone button down on the bottom left, I think. There you go. I think you got it. Perfect. Yep, yep, yep. How are you? I haven't done Zoom for so long. That's awesome. I feel like I live my life on Zoom. I'm kind of jealous. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's been a minute. So I, I do other, other 
video platforms, but I haven't zoomed for a while. Um, <clears throat> so I need perspective to okay. get out of my own head, I think. Okay, um, tell me more. So, um, so I am a master Christian life coach and okay. I'm so, so with that comes some expectations and there's, there's kind of a framework that that's built on that, that sometimes when you're talking about marketing gets a little weedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell me more. Yeah. What is the, what is so like just, the well, heaviest just, part of it? Um, the hardest part is simply the money part because, um, in a, and I'm painting with a very broad brush here. Um, okay. But um, people who are in my sphere of uh, influencing me, um, yeah. family members, friends, acquaintances at church, the whole, just expectation, you know, just people around me, um, mm -hmm. they, they have these expectations, which is you don't need to make a living doing coaching. You don't need to make, yeah. you're retired, you have a good income you don't need the money and you're going to take money from all these poor, helpless, um, disadvantaged people that you help who are, who are worse off financially than you are. And most of them are, that would be true. Um, and you just shouldn't do that. Now I play the game with myself. I know how to talk back against that to myself, but it is exhausting. It is constant. Um, because I mean, I, I'm in that same sphere. I say the things to myself too. You don't, you don't really need the money. You should do this for free. Well, I don't want to do it for free, doggone it. I just don't. And um, so I battle that mindset piece um, and it's reinforced from outside, but it's also let inside. You, let me ask you this, like, is it possible that it's better for them that you don't do it for free it can be um i don't i'm familiar with the argument i don't fully buy into it but i get it and i kind of agree with it so yes and i still why have don't some you want to do it for free let's start i don't that. i've done it for free for 20 years i'm over it <laughs> i i now have a mm. platform to support <laughs> so I need to pay for my website. I need to pay for, you know, different things that I don't need an income. I'm good with that, but I would like to support the business and the business is the business of helping people. I could go do something else that doesn't help people if I just didn't want to help people. So I, I can mostly justify it, but I struggle with it. And it's, I guess I'm looking a little bit for a magic little pixie dust of here's a different way to look at it because yeah I've done i'll give that lot. to you right after i figure out how to get your guys's husbands to do what you want <laughs> yeah, right um okay so, so that's just, one piece of it well look, look let's talk about this this is a good discussion because okay. there's a lot of women on this call and this is something a lot of women struggle with is like mm -hmm. is getting paid right because women are taught to do free labor like right? Mm -hmm. We're taught to work for free. Um, and so being financially compensated for our work for a lot of women, even not, you know, that don't have the Christianity and stuff and the spiritual stuff with it yeah. can be really difficult. So I think this is an important conversation for us to have, right? 
Um, the first thing I'll say about like, I think it's important that you guys get paid in your business because you'll get burnt out and you'll not help anybody. And I think that's exactly where you are, where you're like, I can't do this for free. Like, I don't have, I don't want to, like, I don't have the energy I'm paying for stuff. Right. And so it's important that we work on these thoughts and like get this cleaned up uh, because I think this is really draining and heavy on you. And if you don't start getting your business profitable, you will burn out and you will help nobody. I've seen it. I've fucking mm-hmm. seen it so many times, you guys. Like I've seen so many women that are so good at what they do and so passionate about what they do. And they feel so bad about making money um, that they eventually burn out. They never end up making any money. They're working for free and doing all this work and not getting financially compensated. It's an unfair um, exchange, mm-hmm. right? They get burned out and then they, that's it. They don't have businesses now. Um, And so I think that this is a a very urgent, if you guys are feeling like this, a very urgent thing to think about and question within yourself is like, how can I find some thoughts that make it feel at least a little neutral about money, right? And the other, here's what I always say, because I grew up, I don't know how much you guys know about me, but I grew up poor, right? And I was very poor until I was like 30 years old, like below the poverty line. I've lived in a tent. Like I've had times where we didn't have like water and electricity kind of poor. Okay. What I always tell people (laughs) is I'm like, I'm like broke people don't have life coaches. You guys (laughs) like people that have life coaches. Like this is a service for people that have at least some money, at least some kind of disposable income. Right. And, and then once you have money, like if you had let's say you had like a multiple six figure business. Like, do you think you would have more resources to help people that don't need money? Cause guess what? People that don't need have money need most of all you guys money, money will literally fix all of your problems. They literally will fix all of your problems when you're really, really broke. Right. And they don't like what they need most is, is money. So it's like, I'm always like, if you want to help people that are poor, the best way I think to do that is to get money so we can, get them resources, right? And get them the things that they need. Does that make sense to you at all? What do you think? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, it, it's actually segues into my second my second question, which we'll come back yeah, yeah. to a bit um, uh, about my niche, <laughs> but um, okay. because they're because they're broke. <laughs> um, but uh, in the um, um, faith based environment that I work in, um, is actually considered a virtue to help people who are broke. And by inference, it's less of a virtue to not want to help them. Like like, like, it, like the message is that you're bad. So again, I'm familiar with all of this. I push back against it in my head constantly. Um, but but it sounds like you don't want, hiring. do you want to believe that? Or do you, I mean, it's up to you. I don't, I don't, I don't really think there's like a good way or a bad way of thinking. I just think there's ways of thinking that will get you what you want. And if you're wanting to make money, which it sounds like you are like feeling like you should be doing it for free. Like those things, the reason it's tiring is because those things are at odds with each other. Right. Uh Okay. That's good. The, the conflict part of it. I don't think I saw it quite that way. That's good. Well, there's part of you that wants to make money, right? And then there's yeah. part of you that's like, but I, we should be like sacrificing everything and helping people for free though, to be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I apparently I'm not good enough of a person to actually believe that. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? Which part? 
I'm joking about helping people for free Oh, forever. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I mean, I've helped people for free I mean, for you 20 could do years. that. You could go live with a nun and like get rid of your stuff Yeah. and like whatever, right? And there's always like, it's interesting too, like even the people that are telling you like, you know, Yeah. you shouldn't want this and you should do that. Like, are they living in houses with electric? Like they're not They're giving getting every paid. single thing they have. Right. <laughs> Right. like there's No, always no, more no, that's we a could good give. point. There's always more suffering we could go do, right? Right. Always more Right. we could give away. No, So it's I love like, that. That's 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 good because the the humor in that really appeals to me. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like, are they driving a car? Like, they have a house to live? I mean, they could give all that away and give it to poor people. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. I like that. So So it's just like a way of just kind of neutralizing it a little bit, I like where that. it's like, there's always going to be, there's always going to be people that can't afford your guys' services, no matter how low you price them, right? There's always going to be, there's always going to be people that can't afford it and people that can. And when we have a business, we're providing services for people that can't afford it. And then you can do scholarships, you could Pro do bono. donations, you could do stuff like Free that stuff. to help people that can't afford it, right? But it's easier to do that stuff when you have profit margins on your business, right? So the second part of my question that it segues into is my niche, which has, I'm transitioning from in-person to online and Yes. um, started that actually before the pandemic. Um, but I mean, I'm low energy under the best of circumstances. So it's not like I went out gangbusters and got, her all, got it all done. Um, so um, this year, Last year, 23, I started taking it more seriously, um, which had a little bit to do with stumbling into some of the Faith Mariah stuff earlier in the year last year. Um, and as I'm beginning to look at all of this uh, differently with the eye towards being online and having expenses that I didn't have when I just walked into the church office and helped out, um, And, and I have been a business owner before, so that part of it's not new to me. Um, Yeah. but um, how um, my work has always been done either with individuals or in a small group setting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, I mean, I've done some presentations to large groups, but um, it's not a regular thing. And I don't know if I'm, if I need to make a strategic shift toward my other passion, which actually is the one I like best. It's not, What is that? Tell me when it is. it's, well, I enjoy doing what you do for a different audience, doing what you do. I Yeah. help coaches and sponsors because I work in the 12-step programs quite a bit. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and I, I, I mentor other leaders and help people figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And, and in, in my Um, environment where God fits into all of that and help them negotiate the change uh, changes from, okay, I used to live on the street doing drugs. Now I'm clean and sober and I need to take my next step, but I don't know what that is and how do I give back and how do I become a normie? Um, and, and I help them with that, those transitions and I do it well. Um, but I'm only one person. And I can only help a few people at times, you know, at, at one time. And so I, I really enjoy equipping those folks to do the next thing more effectively.
Mm-hmm. And I love that. Um, which is more of a leadership niche than a recovery from abuse niche, mm-hmm. I think. And those Here's two what I would, seem let me different ask you, to let me. Give you a couple things to think about because I think you've still got to like ponder. I think you got to chew over this a little bit more. Um, but I think the question is like, I guess like how much money do you want to make in this business? Like how profitable are we trying to make this? That's something I would like get very clear on. Like, are you not, to make- not that not that profitable? I need to pay my bills. I don't need to make money okay. to pay the groceries. Okay, so. If you guys are going to, I'm always like, this is what I usually tell people is like, I'm like, if you want to have a business, I'm like, you need to solve a problem that people with money want to spend their money to fix. (laughs) Right. And so for you, like you could do, you guys can do like lower cost stuff. You just need more volume. But then for you, it's like you, it sounds like you want to work like one-on-one with people or in small groups with people. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I don't mind a larger group, but it ends up usually being individual conversations like this. Yeah. That's kind of what I do in the mastermind, right? We have Mm -hmm. conversations like this, but there's 200 people in there. They get like my framework, they get support from the group, they get the co-coaching stuff, and then they get the group calls. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason we started doing that was because one-on-one coaching with me was just becoming way too expensive. And I was like, right. I just don't think it's the best use of people's money to spend $10,000 to get coaching. Like, I just don't think that, right. I don't think that's the best ROI. So how am I going to coach them um, as the business grows? And we just put everybody in one group and it mm-hmm. it's always worked really well. So you can have a group like that, where you're helping a lot of people, even if you're having the conversations are recorded because we all kind of have the same problems like how many people related to like what Megan shared or the other people that got coached mm-hmm. here it's like a lot of us have the same kind of struggles so I think you know people seeing other people's conversations can be very valuable um, what do you think like if you had to pick one what do you which one are you kind of leaning towards to grow as a business it's like what was it Christian life coaching and then this other one is more of like leadership coaching well what I what I do now what I've done um for years now is um, I help w- women who've been sexually abused um, discover what God has next for them after, you know, they've gone through the therapy. I mean, that's not my job, um, right. but what's next? What does that look like? And I help them navigate that from a place of having the education and the training uh, to do it. I'm not a therapist, but I have a master's in trauma counseling. And so, I, I mean, besides personal experience, um, you know, I have the other pieces that would go into that to make it affect, you know, make me effective in helping. Um, and 20 years, the better part of 20 years working around addiction recovery, um, helps me with that piece as well, because there's so much overlap. So, yeah. um, I'm just, what I'm struggling with now is, um, I can't do both. So do I spend my time and energy and effort training people to be like me and do that work for the individual, which to me seems like being a multiplier and that's a very practical thing to do. Yeah. Or do I keep doing what I'm doing and reach out to the individuals? Um, I don't know that either group is going to be, I mean, I don't have any expectation or concern about for myself, a six-figure income, that's just not an issue for me. 
Um, okay. Thank That's you. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, we, we just, we retired and we're okay. Um, but I do want to, you know, I mean, multiple thousands a year would be nice to be able to expand and do all we the things. We can do that. Look, we yeah. can do that. We could do yeah. that with either either one, I really think, right? Yeah. Um, what about, why, when you think about picking one, what is the issue with like just picking one and moving forward? What comes up? Um, it feel, well, if I pick the one, I if I stay with what I'm doing, um, that's the virtuous one. That's the one that helps oh, individuals. Okay. And I, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but. But the other way you're helping people that want to help go help exactly. other people. Though, so right? that's a virtuous one too. It sounds like Megan. <laughs> <laughs> they're both good. I'm um, like, yeah. What if they're both good? This is a yeah. great, <laughs> I love that. Right. They're, they are so... both, they are both good. So the question then becomes, do I try to help other leaders become better leaders uh, in, in my unique low key way of doing that? Um, and abandon the individuals, and I'm using that word on purpose because it feels like that. Um, yeah. Or do I stick with the individuals and, you know, Lord willing, I have 10 good years left of being able to really be on my game online with all the tech and all the changes. And, you know, um, is it the best use of, of my giftings and, and making that decision? Let me ask you this. Let me, mm -hmm. I'm going to press on you a little bit. Okay. It could be true that you're abandoning those people. It could be true. Right. But I'm always like a lot of things can be true at the same time. Right. What else could be true? Well, I do have a core belief that God will bring someone else for them. Ooh, so I have dissonance. A, oh. I have dissonance in my own. I have dissonance in my own brain over my own belief. It's like I mean, I really yeah. believe that I'm not the only person who can help them. I believe that at my absolute life or death core. So what's the big deal? I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, I think your brain is like. I think there is part of your brain that is like, and I think this happens. Like when you're, you're obviously like a wonderful person and helped many people in your career, right? And I think there when we were in a career like that, I think there is a part of us that's like, we don't want to leave anybody behind and like, mm. we want to like mm -hmm. make sure, mm -hmm. right. It's like, I don't mm. want to leave them. I don't want to abandon. That's what you said. You're like, I don't want to abandon them. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's a, a strong word, word right? but it fits. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you do believe that God will bring what they need and they're on their own journey with God. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it might be like, I think that's a great place for you to lean on if you want to make this pivot. I don't know, but the sense that I get is like that you want to pivot to this other thing, but there's some type of, of, um, not like guilt, but some type of like responsibility you feel to this other niche that you have. Yeah. Over responsible, maybe. Yeah. For and people I that too, I don't like, know. <laughs> I know. I think too, like, well, this is just like speaks to the person you are. Right. This is what makes you such a beautiful human. Right. And so I think something that could be useful to think about, I think for you to get your brain on board, I think is going to be really hard. It makes a lot of sense to me that your brain is not on board with making this pivot. When you think you're abandoning people, it's like, of course, you're not going to want to do that. Right. That's like against who point. you are <laughs> as a person. You're not going to mm -hmm. abandon anybody, are you? Like, you're not going to do that. So it's like, of course, we can't make a decision about this. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, 
neutralizing this a little bit and then also selling yourself on like, I'm going to train the best damn leaders in this business. Like I have a lot of experience. And if you go 10 years and you never teach anybody else what you know, you're, you're taking all of that experience and all that expertise with you right. to yourself. And, and it stays, it stays, in, it dies I with feel. you. That, that I'm is not, the reason. I don't want you to use it to create the, pressure. We've got to like make, we've got to no, like no, try no. to take some of the no, pressure I mean, away. I mean, that's what is, that's, you articulated better than I did what the nudge is about. Yeah, it's like, you have a legacy to fulfill. You have a legacy yeah. to fulfill. We don't want to take piece. all this experience and have it just mm -hmm. end like with your life it's like we could pass this on to like a new generation of mm -hmm. leaders and they can go out and like help more people they can help more people and that can be like a, a ripple effect mm -hmm. right and right. I think getting your brain on board with like I have a, a legacy to walk out here mm -hmm. like um I think that that can help neutralize this like abandon abandoning mm -hmm. them because it's like are we really abandoning them or are we gonna like go make sure they get there's more people that can support More people them. to help them, right. Mm -hmm. Right? That's so it's good, like, yeah. I'm going to go build a support fucking team to go out there and get these people. Mm -hmm. Like, there's way, mm -hmm. I mean, you and I both know, like, there's more people that need help than there are people <laughs> helping, like, <laughs> by a lot, right? right. This is why mm -hmm. I always laugh when people are like, why should I? I'm like, oh my God, there's so many people that need help. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, whatever skills you got, I'm like, you're needed. Mm -hmm. Like, all of you, right. everybody on the call. It's yeah. like all hands on deck time. Like we don't have time to mess around. Like all of us have to get out there with our skills and resources and start helping in the mm -hmm. ways that we can. Right. And so I think selling mm -hmm. yourself on like that idea about like, um, you know, this is about legacy and lasting impact and about reaching mm -hmm. more people, not about abandoning some people to go do something else. I think that that will, will help you get some leverage on this. Okay. That's good. Now I just have to find them. Well, that's the that's the part, isn't it? <laughs> like every you and everybody else on this call, right? right but look, yeah. we'll do it. You're in creator camp. You're out there. Yeah. Right. We'll put yeah, and that, well, But this this will mean shifting the message and shifting the audience too. Yeah, but you can do that. People do that. Businesses do that. Marketers mm -hmm. do that all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So don't make that a big deal. Like you know, lots of companies have changed their message, changed their branding, shifted their stuff. Mm -hmm. You're at a great place mm -hmm. in your business to do it because you're you're towards the yeah, beginning of the seven online followers, part. I should say so. <laughs> I'm like pivot, pivot like yesterday. Like I'm like, you know, this is the once... time. Yeah. 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 Because if we would be having a different discussion if there were, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of people involved. Like, you know, right. it's a lot harder right. to shift right. and right. change what you're doing. Right. But right. you're good. Yeah. Like you've got I'm... like You've got yeah. just all the freedom in the world. I could do right? anything right now. Yeah, I I could That's switch right. and become a veterinarian or something, and yeah, I'd be fine. Look, you're <laughs> look, you're a spiritual person, a religious person. I'm like, you've got God on your social media team. Like, what yeah. are we worried about here? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on. <laughs> I never thought about it quite that way. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like me, Instagram, and God. We're all gonna do this thing. We here, got this. Right? It's we like, got let's this. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Thank you. That's super helpful. Okay. Okay. Thanks for sharing all that. I'm sure yeah. it was helpful for a lot of people. I'll see you in creator camp. It's great to suck meet you in person after seeing. I know you it's fun. Through. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I love the Zoom calls. Yeah. All right. Let me get Darla. Hello. Hey. How are you? Hey. I'm good. I forced good myself to, to ask questions because I love it. I have trouble right. asking for help. <laughs> no, this is a great place. What can yeah. I help you with? Tell me what's going on. 
Um, so I am, I've been trying to build a membership for, uh, to help parents of late talkers teach their children to talk. And then I ran into all the legal issues with my licensing. I'm oh, I coached licensing. you on this before. I'm having yes. a break, right? Yes. That was last week, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I was, how was it going? Well, I got to thinking like, if I could just, I had to change my brain a little bit, change my mind about whether or not just a plain course will work after watching one of your classes about the, it was the hundred air class. Yeah, I thought that does make a lot of sense to just have a a quick win as opposed yeah. to all of this stuff that I'm trying to create with a membership. So, so I'm looking at doing that, and I I'm I think my got a little bit of um, I guess I'm wondering how quickly my brain is like. Well, how long will that take? <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Why is your brain worried about how long it takes? What's like the fear around the timeline? I think, I think because I have, so I've been hosting my course, um, on, um, this platform and I've have a subscription to Canva and I have a, what else? There's one more expense. That's a monthly recurring expense. And I'm frustrated with myself because I've been paying that out for a year saying, yeah, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to do this. And then I just have not done it. Okay. So, I think you need to make a, I think you need to make a decision. Like if you don't want to spend that money, you should stop spending it. <laughs> like how much money a month yeah. are you willing to spend and invest in, into this? Well, if I could get things up and running, I'm content with it staying like it is. Okay. Can you get things up and running though? Like, do you have that capacity right now? That's that part. I don't know yet. (laughs) I try. Um, yeah. So I've got like a, I started a TikTok channel a while back and so I've neglected it. It's just been kind of sitting there. Um, it's probably got like 1700 followers. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, when I got to the live portion, I just stopped posting because I was like, I don't understand this live thing. (laughs) And it just felt very different to not be able to prepare and just have to push out live. I don't know. You don't have to push out live, right? So you, once you get reach like a certain level, you can go live or record, right? Okay. I didn't realize that. I thought I had to go live in order to continue to see followers now. No, I don't think so. I mean, you, okay. it would be good for your account. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. But you would just yeah. go, I mean, if you're going to go live, mm-hmm. it is different than making like edited videos. But yeah. when you first started doing that, did that feel weird and awkward to you? Or were you pretty savvy at it right away? I saw some really terrible, not, yeah, really terrible comments. Like I was like, how many of these people are pedophiles? <laughs> like, how many of these people are like not here for my content? And so then I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be on yeah. like any, any friggin' platform you're on. Right. Okay. Right? There's creeps on every platform. 
you can yeah. just block them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I wasn't sure how to do that. And so when I was doing all, I, yeah. So that, that whole live thing, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. You don't have to do the lives though. You could go back to doing the videos you were doing because it was growing your account. Yeah. 1700. So you, I mean, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. 1700 more. That seems great. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. All yeah. For, for free for God's sakes. Like that sounds amazing. And it's all people that yeah. need help with their kids talking. Is that right? Well, I mean, some percentage of them are besides the, besides the creeps. <laughs> yeah. So, right. yeah. So I, I was just thinking like, so if I start that back up and yep. just offer a like a, what I was thinking is just doing a, like a little sheet, like a downloadable for a freebie, I guess that talks, yep. that shows people the root causes that some people don't realize about that can be causing speech delays. Yep. And then that'll be, so you've got a free thing. We're going to, our lead gen uh, is going to be TikTok. You guys mm -hmm. see what I'm doing. I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, how is she getting people to find her business? She's going to use TikTok. She's going to send them to this free freebie that you're going to make mm -hmm. right about what did you say the 10 causes um it's going to be like root causes for speech delays things that people don't always recognize okay so we'll send them that mm -hmm. right and, and then as you grow your email list mm -hmm. i would start doing like a weekly newsletter you can okay. even write them all at the beginning of the month, just write four emails and schedule them to go out. You don't even have to write them in real time. Okay. Right? So we'll send a weekly email okay. and then I would run some promos for your course. Okay. So it'd be like, you know, if you guys buy this week, you get these extra bonuses this week. Yay, okay. everybody. <laughs> I was thinking even about like doing, like sending them, I know there's something about the opt-in email, like you have to make sure you get their opt-in. And I was wondering about with that welcome email saying, Hey, I'm going to be offering weekly classes to expound on this downloadable. Here's the lineup, you know, you'll opt in. You can opt yeah, in. I think that would be great. Okay. Right. But just okay. keep it very yeah. simple for right now. Like you can always add that in later, the weekly classes and stuff. Okay. Right now, let's get the get the TikTok account going again first, okay. and then as that is going, get your freebie done. Okay? okay. And then once your freebie is done, then get the welcome funnel, the emails or whatever you want to send built out. And then once you got that going, then add in your weekly email newsletter. This is all kind of like trying to learn to juggle. You guys see that, and so you don't have to do everything. Every you guys don't have to do everything at one time. Like you can always just get like I'm like get one little thing working if you haven't been posting like the most important thing to me is like you get back on that tiktok and start posting and the reason i'm saying that is that way you can get some momentum my feeling okay. about this is like you're pretty stuck right now or have been stuck on this right yeah and i just want to get you it's i always think in my mind i'm like it's easier for them to steer something that's moving and so on these calls i'm like i just need to get them like moving and they'll start getting mm -hmm. some clarity and that's why i'm saying like the first thing because your brain is always going 20 steps ahead, right? You're like, and then I'm going to yeah. do this and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, we haven't, we don't even solve, we don't even solve this problem. I'm like, solve the, the problem. I'm like, stay above your feet, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, solve the problem yeah. under your feet. You're like solving problems like way down there. 
which is great. Like you're very (laughs) smart. Right. But it's like, but sometimes when we do that, it can be too much. And then we do nothing. And that's what I don't want to happen when we get off this call. I want you to come back like and get coaching next week and tell me like Mm -hmm. that you've got a bunch of clarity and you're posting on your account and like, you know, that we're moving. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like getting that momentum back. Okay. Yeah. Is is it like possible to just sell? Like I'm trying to get away from the idea of selling a course. Mm-hmm. Well, not, not really a course. I just There's lots of things you could sell. There's simple. so many things you could sell a workbook. You could sell journals. You could sell planners. You could sell a workshop. You could sell a retreat. You could sell. Um, I have a lot of clients that do, they do VIP days where they're like, I'll just spend all day with you. Like teaching you every freaking thing I know about this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do one-on-one calls. You could do group calls. You could do programs. You could do courses. Like you could do retreats. We did an in-person retreat last huh? year. Was it last year? Yeah. 2023 <laughs> last year. Like there's lots of things you can sell. It doesn't okay. have to be a course. Like it could be a course, but even yeah. with the course, you're not really selling the course. You're selling them the outcome they want. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're selling them a solution to their problem they're having with their kids. For you, it's their kids like talking, right? Yes. I just want it to be super simple so that it doesn't, because in my mind, when I think of a course, it's so expansive that I'm like, I just lose all my. But a course could be two modules, right? Okay. It could be like simple. It could be one workshop, right? You just teach them one little thing. Okay. Be, like there's lots of different things to do here. So I think that's good that you're messing with your brain a little bit about like, like it doesn't have to be a huge mega course. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Uh, I think that was what was tripping me up because I'm like, oh, well, I think you were thinking about everything you wanted to do in the membership and trying to take everything in the membership and put it into a course. Yeah. Yeah. And also the other thing I'll offer to you is I think it's still possible that you launch this membership later on. And I think you're going to be better off if you wait to launch it until you have Mm -hmm. more of a platform. Remember I, my advice, my like unpopular advice that I feel like, I feel like everybody's always like, how, how can you talk? Cause I have two memberships that I run. And I'm always like telling everybody don't launch a membership. But the reason I'm saying that is because I have a team of people that help me. I have Mm -hmm. income and I have platform of people I've built when you have a small platform, usually memberships are at a lower price point, but you're still kind of offering premium services. Like you're still getting on calls with people. You're still like, there's a lot of backend stuff that happens. And when you have a small platform and you're selling at those lower prices, I've just seen so many people get burnt out doing that. But I think this could be great if you could come up with some other things to sell. Maybe eventually those programs or courses or workshops, we take them and they go into the membership in a year or two when we launch it. And so I just want you to like, I think I could totally see you eventually doing the membership, but I think you'll be a lot better off. Like once we have a bigger email list to launch that sucker and make sure there's revenue coming in. So you're getting paid for your time. Well, right. We have to sell a lot more. Like I'm doing creator camp at seven bucks. We have to sell a lot more $7 people (laughs) like to make money at it. Right. Like that's I have I'm gonna have to like get a lot more volume to scale that membership like a significant amount of volume right yeah I didn't have the resources to do that before I don't think right yeah I I have the resources now that's the one thing like with the course if it's house somewhere that's free then it's not a big deal but if it's house somewhere where I'm paying a monthly fee and I want to back out of it 
you know, that's why I was thinking like, of product. Like, I think that that is, a, I, my advice is like, don't do a membership until you're ready to be in there for a year, at least. And like, really like grind in there for a year. Um, it can take a long time to figure out the marketing, selling, retention. Like there's just a lot that goes into memberships that you don't have to think about as much with a course. And mm -hmm. so I think a course would be a great place for you to start. And then once we have like kind of that mass volume, then I think you'd be in a great place to do a membership. And hopefully we'll have money to get a lawyer to like advise you about your legal stuff and all of that stuff to make sure that we're doing all that. Does that make oh. sense? So I, like I think that, that this is, yeah. I think this is a good solution. Right. And then, like I'm saying, these other little products that you put out, we can always use them for bonuses for the membership or add them into the membership, or there'll still be assets you can use in your business, okay. even if you decide to do a membership later on. Love it. Okay. So I like yeah. this pivot. I think you should just go for it. Okay. <laughs> Decide a product you want to launch, put a deadline on the calendar and let's like do this, do the thing. I'll help you sell it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Let me get Karen. Hey, hey, how are you, Faith? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I uh, kind of dropped off the radar for fourth quarter from my distro of about 300 people on my email list. I was consistent okay. every week writing them. I do inspirational, motivational encouragement. I and, love that. That's amazing. And it's for things. It's for working moms. Um, I'm a wife of 23 years, mom of an 18 and a 20 year old. And so it's about, I call myself a life transition coach, but I'm also an author and a speaker. Yeah. So that. I have a rapid fire thing. I'll just do the I got it. Give me dump. what you got. You fire all right. it all at me. All right. I've done the analysis paralysis around tech choices. I'm playing okay. with Notion and Airtable. Just discovered the rabbit hole of AppSumo. And I need help with oh, focus God, to be girl. able <laughs> to create my 90-day plan so okay. that it is cohesive and not coming off as scattered and all over the place. Okay. And I, I'm moving from you're giving away the value and freebies to charging so my biz can be profitable. We love you want me that. to pause? Okay. <laughs> I have no, more. I got you. I got you. So okay. you need help with the tech choices? You need help with your 90-day plan? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I, I kind of think it's coming together. Like I did this cute ebook. Um, it's like a little princess story for grown women and uh, an accompanying audiobook. The ebook is 12 pages. The audiobook turned out to be about five minutes. And I turned that into a bundle at $10. And I'm wondering if that's reasonable if most of my ebooks have been $10. So I'm like, I think, uh, yeah, pricing is just, uh, it's hard for me. And then also the sequencing of what to promote next after the bundle because I just started my everything page and so it's like they have a ton okay. of stuff they can choose from in my little online bookstore and I've got a blog with de decades of content that I can turn into ebooks and so that's what I'm kind of looking at I've done a couple of collabs as a bundle participant and a summit speaker and I have an online interview show called the combo lab where I interview women about their life transitions I've got a time management for working moms course that I priced at $67 and randomly, I don't know. And then I heard what you just said about holding on the membership in the community. So I appreciate that. And I am trying to shift okay. from my corporate job and I want to have fun and be fulfilled and purposeful and what I contribute. So <laughs> let me ask you, like, can you give me some kind of idea about how much money you want to make a month? 
Lord have mercy. Um, like in the next year to like leave your, your job is to leave the corporate job. Do you have like some kind of idea of what kind of money you need to make to do that? Um, I think that 4,000 a month would be okay. helpful with two children in college. <laughs> okay. So we're going to, let's just say 4,000. And then how big is your email list about right now? 300 people right now. Okay. So can I give you some like very straight advice? You can just like yes. take or leave. Okay. I'm just going to be like super blunt with you. Absolutely. If you want to make 4,000 a month and we have 300 people on the email list, I really mm -hmm. don't think I would mess too much with these $10 eBooks. Ah, I, what I would try to do is I think I would get, I would have you focus on getting better at selling this $67 course. How much money are you making from that right now? -ish? Oh, done. I put it out there and was kind of a little scared to promote it. Okay. So and yeah. I did so a little group, a group coaching thing, um, trial last June oh, and good for you. yeah, I mean, like I love the collabs. I love doing like webinars and talking to groups okay. of women and facilitating. So yeah. just need to put a structure around it and then I guess learn to pitch at the end of it. Yeah. What I'm so, offering. yep. So I wouldn't mess too much with these low ticket products because a $10 to, for a $10 offer, like I'm just like in my mind, in my little like marketing brain, right. I'm like, if I have a $10 offer, um, and I have 300 people on an email list and a 30% open rate, and then only mm. probably one or 2% of those people click like the click through rate, like, like that's mm. not going to be enough volume to get us to 4,000 a month. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, even yes. if you're like amazing at sales, it's like, I can't get that math to, to math right. out. Right. So we need to do a couple things. We need to, I would, we need to focus on lead gen. So we need more people for you. I think you would be great on like your personality is like, so charismatic. I think you would be great on social media. I don't know if you've ever considered doing anything on social media, but I think you would be great on like motivational TikTok, like, you know, just doing a little face to camera spiel for moms. I think that could be really cool. You could be like the mom pep talk person, or I don't know. And then, so you need more lead gen. And then I would also consider like, are there some higher ticket products we could do? So instead of focusing on developing more $10 products, mm -hmm. that's really like for a volume-based business where you're going to sell to a lot, a lot, a lot of, you have to sell a lot of $10 things every month, right? To make mm -hmm. more grand. Mm -hmm. um, I, is there like something we could do for 97? Is there something we could do for 197? Like, is there something we could offer that would start putting it in that price range and just start kind of letting your brain like noodle on that and be like, if I were going to charge like 197, what would I have to, what would I have to have? What kind of skills would I need? What kind of stuff? Would well, I have I've actually purchased some PLR um, online courses that are ready. So I just need to record those and put them out there. I kind of got stuck with the sequencing. Um, I have one on imposter syndrome. And of course I did a little ebook on um, confessions of a self-care imposter. <laughs> I think if you created those, I would spend time doing that and like table the ebooks for now until you ah. get a bigger audience. Okay. And so I would focus on lead gen, like getting more people for you and getting some higher ticket products. Those are the two things I would focus on. And then you're going to need to practice sales because you're going to probably, if you've never done sales before, you're going to feel weird probably pitching and that's okay. okay. It just like, it's just, I'm always like, it's like playing the violin. It's just, <laughs> you guys got to pick it up and practice. You know, eventually like, it's like one day you just like are better at it. 
Okay. Right. So, but my advice to you is like lead gen, we need more people for you. We need more people on that email list. And we need a system where like every quarter that email list is growing. Um, more products at higher price points. I think that will really like help you get to your goal faster and then practice selling. Like you need to practice coming up with some type of promotion and putting it out there. Okay. That is awesome. I appreciate it. And question about like putting everything that I offer out there. Like if I have the eBooks, if I have the lower ticket items, do you hide that? Do you clump them somewhere or? You can put them on your site. You can also put them as like, I don't know. Well, you know, you were asking about tech. You could also put them as a bump. So you can put mm. them like on your checkout page. A bump okay. for everybody listening is just like when you go to checkout, you know how sometimes they'll be like, want this thing? Like it's usually $10, but you can get it for whatever, right? So you could put it as a bump on your checkout. You could offer it as a tripwire like on your freebie so when you have your free thing on the thank you page you could offer for them to buy those ebooks if you want but okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't spend too much time like messing with that and the reason I'm saying that is like it might make you like some money but I'm trying to get you to solve a four thousand dollar problem putting mm. those ebooks out is not going to make you four thousand dollars a month you see right. what I'm saying yes, so like there's lots of things you guys can do <laughs> like there's like lots like it's like yeah we can sell ebooks but it's like but we really need to be selling, solving a $4,000 a month problem. And that's not going to be a solution to the $4,000 a month pro problem until we have a lot more volume. So for right now, you know, I wouldn't worry about it too much because it's not, it's not going to make you or cost you a lot of money either way. It's going to kind of be pretty inconsequential, I think. And I sense? think that I'm looking at the 300 people that know me and love me right now versus yeah. the other people that I look forward to reaching. We need like 3000 people. Let's go get like a thousand people. It's great that you have 300 people, but we need some more. We need consistent volume. You've got to have like a consistent stream of new people coming in. If uh -huh. you're going to want to, if you're wanting to have that kind of income to leave your job where it's sustainable and the, and we're not like, having some months up and then others way down. If we are talking about having a sustainable business that can actually support you full time, mm -hmm. we've got to have a system where there's new people coming in every, at least every quarter that you can sell to. And so that's awesome that you got those first 300. Those are the hardest to get, right? But now mm -hmm. it's like, okay, now we really need to like ramp that up. Does so does that it make sense? make sense to consider a paid newsletter or something or is that still low ticket like uh ebook four thousand okay. dollar a month products four thousand dollar a month problems listen okay are you gonna make, make four thousand dollars a month selling a newsletter right now no 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 <laughs> it's hard right because it's like your brain is like so and you're so like there's you have so many good ideas that really are they are really good ideas right but we've got a small at scale okay you have to look at the season of business that you're in right now mm. If uh -huh. your goal is truly, and I don't know that this is your goal, right? Sometimes there's other reasons to do things besides like money as fast as possible. Uh -huh. like, it might just be like, you want to do the newsletter and that can be a good enough reason to do it. <laughs> like, I don't know, but, uh -huh. it, but as a, you're asking me as a business coach, right? So I'm, I have like my marketing hat on and you told me you wanted to leave your job and make $4,000 a month. I'm like, right now with your audience size, you're not making $4,000 a month with that. Right. Like, Right. And so we need to solve that lead gen problem. Then maybe once you solve that lead gen problem, there's lots of people coming in. Then like, yeah, knock yourself out. Like you want to launch 
ebooks and newsletters and stuff that can you know that can start to add up to real money for sure like okay like game-changing money right now it's just not going to do that and we want to keep our brain focused on this is what I want you to remember for four thousand dollar a month pro problems we got to make four thousand dollars a month not just any money but like money that will actually get us out of that job right and okay if you a two hundred dollar you have to sell a lot less two hundred dollar things than two dollar a month memberships or or newsletters or whatever right I needed that shift I appreciate it thank you okay Thanks for letting me be so blunt with you. You keep yeah. going. Don't be discouraged by this, okay? <laughs> I can be Pollyanna, but I've worn rose-colored glasses for a long time. And when I saw that I had $300 profit, but $1,400 outgo last year when I did my taxes, I was like, okay, something's got to change. <laughs> something's got to change. Let's do it. Let's do it. You sell those courses and stay focused on selling those higher ticket and getting new people in. And okay. then as your business changes, you're just in one season of business. This is not like the answer forever. I'm not everybody. I don't want people leaving this being like, they told us never to do eBooks. No, like this is like one season of business you're in. Once you have your platform built and there's new people finding you, it can make a lot of sense to do an eBook or something, right? We just want to make sure that we're doing strategies for the season we're in. Right now, you have a high revenue goal and a small audience. A $10 thing is not going to fix that problem. Do you see what I'm saying? I needed that reality check. Okay. All right. Sprinkling flower seeds and unicorn dust everywhere. It's making people happy, but I'm stuck in this we're whole a sucking we're job. Gonna, <laughs> you can still do that, but we're like a business and the business has got to make money, right? And so right. let's do that. And then I'm like, and then you can, you know, ebook your little heart out. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You let Good me know year. how it goes. Okay. Okay. We'll do. All right. Let me get Manon real quick. Hello. Hello. Oh, I love your quilt. Hello. Did you make those? Yes. They're amazing. That's so cool. Thank you. I'm like the least crafty person on earth. So I'm always like very dazzled <laughs> by all of your, all of your guys' DIY endeavors. What can I help you with? Tell so, well, first off, thank you very much, Faith, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for this. coming. This is so really fabulous. I try, to do so. a, I try to do something free for the community about once a quarter. So if you guys can come in the mastermind great and if not like we'll have more free stuff for you guys so stick I'm around. considering it as well so so I serve quilters this is what I do I um, love that I, <laughs> I've uh I had a brick and mortar business way back in 2002 and um in 2019 I pivoted online and so in quilting, there's kind of two parts to the process. So there's the piecing part, which is kind of like making the top. And then okay. what you see on this side, and then on this side, you see where the quilts are finished. So you do the thread work and you quilt it. And yeah. so, okay. um, and it's really two separate things in the industry. Um, okay. Yay, I have a quilting business too. Oh, hey, Haley, let's touch base. <laughs> Haley's crushing in hers. She's just like, I did a podcast with Haley. You should listen to it. It's really, really inspiring for you, I bet, because she's just like killing it. Um, oh, excellent. Yeah. So tell me, how can I help you with your business? So there's two sides okay. of this. Okay. So I'm also a long arm quilter. So I do, I have a service where I finish the quilts for other people, which okay. is the thread work. Okay. okay. So um, when I started online, I started with the piecing part, which is okay. uh, teaching people how to quilt, learning how to quilt, um, making projects together. And um, I had a membership, which I just closed this December. 
um, because it just wasn't growing. And I know that for myself, I want to be doing the other, I want to be sharing the other part, which is the quilting part. That's really my, like, I love it all, but that's my, maybe my expertise. Let's just say, let's put it that way. So, okay. So I have all this content from three years that I can repurpose in um, because it's all projects and how-to videos and all that or so do I focus on that so this is my question what do I focus on like it seems like (laughs) for the last four years I've just been throwing spaghetti at the wall Um, you know I would do a live lead magnet to try to get people in the group I've tried all kinds of different yeah let's make a little plan so so tell me this what are you gonna sell this quarter can you tell me that Okay. So that's what I'm question. Like that's, so I could start with my new plan, which is um, build a lead magnet and then have the course for how to machine quilt. Yeah. And And then I also have a, that's what you ultimately want to do. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's the direction. What is the hesitation about making that pivot? Is it money or no, I have no hesitation. I've decided this is what I want to do. Okay. The thing is, is that I don't want to continue spinning my wheels, which is what okay. I seem to be doing, right? All the things, right? Lead magnets. And then, so I'm not consistent because like, it's so much stuff to do, right? You got to yeah. So let's... like do the socials, do the lead magnet, do the courses, do the, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we can make it. A we could try to simplify like what you're doing. Right. So a lot of times, like, especially when you guys are starting, there's a lot of stuff you guys are doing that you like, frankly, don't need to do. And a lot of times what I tell people is like, you need to just like start doing sales and make money. And I'm like, and then hire a VA and then you can do all this other shit you want to do. <laughs> like you'll be on all the platforms, do all the things, like make all the products. Like, but I'm like, but don't do that when you're by yourself. Like when you're by yourself, we want like you know, what I taught plan like a boss is like, it's like one way to get people to find you a simple way to nurture them every week. That's not going to take a long time and not going to be hard. Oh my gosh. I hate this. It's the balloons. Oh my God. (laughs) I've got to show the Apple update thing is like killing me. I talk with my hands all the time too. So it's always like, um, okay. And then something to sell in a system for selling it. And we need all of that should be as simple as you possibly can keep it with as little steps for you as possible um and so we want to sell let's start with like what you want to sell you have a program to sell or you're making a program to sell i was a little confused okay so i have workshops that i can whip up pretty quickly okay so and i also have a process like a a specific process that i'm that i haven't put out there yet that okay. um that I want to, that's kind of the main goal. When we're looking at like, so we've got January, I'm like always looking three months out, right? So there's January, there's February, there's March. I would make a sales plan of like, what are you going to sell this quarter and when, and put some, we call them like just launch dates, but that just means when you're, that just means selling something on those dates. So yeah. I feel like when I say launching, everybody starts freaking out, but it, it's just like, <laughs> when are you going to promote your offer? And you can either open yes. cart or you can open a limited time offer, which is with like a bonus or a discount or something. That's like, like during this, this, during this time frame, we're going to run this promotion or this offer. Right. Um, okay. So when you think about that, 
January, February, March. What do you think you want to sell? Do you want to sell anything in January? Yes, I want to be selling. <laughs> okay. So you already have these workshops to sell. Let me make a, I'll make a, just a suggestion that you can try out for this quarter and see how it goes. But I would suggest like, since you have a lot of stuff, it sounds like that's already made that you could put together. Mm -hmm. I would suggest that you try to run some type of sale or launch a promotion once a month. And I would just do it the last, I would just make it the last week of the month. I just sell something <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I just think it takes like less, sometimes doing it that way makes less decision fatigue from your brain. Right. So it's just like, okay, I'm just going to, the last week of the month, I'm going to sell something. <laughs> I would just try that for the three months and see, and it might be that you might find that that pace is too fast and you want to space it out. Or you might find I've had people be like, well, if I sell every two weeks, I can make twice as much money. And then all of a sudden they're running sales, you know, almost every week now. So it just depends for you what's going to be right for your business. But once a month, I think we'll give you at least something to strive for as far as like getting some kind of sales system in place. Right. And then so, you can look at, well, you can evaluate that quarter and you can be like, which one was my best selling one? Which one was my worst one? And when we're planning Q2, you can take like your best two and maybe redo that other third sale that didn't work as well. Be like that one people really didn't buy. Let me try something else in that spot. And so you kind of have like a winning lineup. You can either pull out every quarter or you could do that every Q1. This is my three sales or every quarter. I just rerun the same three sales or however you want to do it. Does that make sense? But I would start, I think that will give you a lot of practice, like selling things and putting things out. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to start like getting you, like, I want the focus to be on these sales for you because this whole thing about like, I'm just doing a lot of stuff. Right. And it, and there, it starts to become when you guys aren't focused on sales, it starts to become like, we're doing all these tasks, but they're not like adding up to anything. Right. And so I want you to start by putting the sales on and then the tasks that you're doing should support those sales. Right. So now we're going to get new people because you're like, oh, I have a sale coming up. Let me go get new people. And it just starts to feel more like it makes more sense, I think, and less scattered is what I'm hoping. And I want you to be like kind of grounded in like those sales. Does that make sense? Yep. Uh huh. So, okay. So you're saying that if I want to make sales, then I should maybe focus on what I already have and yeah, save that, the, what I the part with. that, what I want to pivot into for later. I think so. What do you think? I mean, you could, you could do it either way. And like, here's mm -hmm. what I'll offer to you is like, I don't think it matters that much. I don't think it's going to cost. I'm always like, in my mind as a business person, I'm like, how much money is this going to cost us? <laughs> like, it's probably not going to cost us that much money either way, right? Because the most important thing for you is going to be to be getting experience doing sales. You need to practice doing sales either way. So, you know, whether you practice doing sales, doing this or what you ultimately want to do. Um, you can also, if you're like, I already know I want to make the pivot. The reason I said use what you already have is because you were saying like, I have so much going on and I need to simplify. And I was like, let's just do it the simplest way. Well, the simplest way is sell what you already have. Okay. But okay. if you're just like, I just want to make the pivot and I don't want to spend any time. The, re the way I would think, some people think like, well, if I sell something and I'm doing this business and I know I want to make this pivot, then I'm like wasting my time. But the way I see it is like, but she's going to get practice doing sales and marketing. And that's invaluable. Like that's what will actually make you money as a business owner is knowing how to run these sales. 
So to me, it's like not a waste of time because that's just how I see it is like I need I need to get her practicing selling things. She hasn't been selling enough things. We got to get practice selling things. Right. So okay. it's just up to you. So should like, I just. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. It's just up to you. You can either like dive in and make that pivot. Just be like, I'm going to make the course I want. I'm just going to do that. We're just going. Or you could be like, I'm going to just use what I already have. I've already made these resources. Let me get some practice doing sales. And then you can make, give yourself some more time to make that product and kind of like put it together this quarter on the background. What do you okay. think? Well, I, th it's all great. I think that what my issue is, is that I don't really have a system like, you know, one lead magnet one. So do I, do I sell once they come into my email list and just put them in, put them through a funnel, um, through I an email build any, I wouldn't build any funnels. How many people are you getting on your email list a month? I have, uh, 1100 on my email and I have about a 60% open rate. That's great. Um, the funnel stuff like really starts to become a thing like when you guys have lots of volume. So the funnel okay. stuff like but starts to become a thing like when you're selling a lot of low ticket to a lot of people. Like I was just talking about um was that her name Karen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My brain is totally fried. <laughs> I have a head cold too, so I'm on Thanks. cold medicine. It doesn't help. So look, so uh, yeah, Karen, right? I think. <laughs> I'm so sorry if that's not your name. But um like I was just telling her, like, we've got to be solving some like money making problems. Right. And I'm like, you don't have the volume for the ebooks. The stuff you're going to sell in funnels is usually going to be typically for most niches, lower ticket. Right. And it, it takes a lot of testing to get those funnels to convert. Like you've got to look at every yeah. email all the time and put a lot of people through it and really be obsessed with that data. And eventually it can make you a lot of money, but it, it needs a lot of volume. You're looking at maybe like a 2% conversion rate on like a good funnel. So like 98% of people that are going through it are not going to, unless you're like, you know, a real, real good marketer, or you got something real, real hot in general, like most people right now on email funnels, people are discerning with what they're buying online right now. They're not just like throwing money at digital products right now. It's usually like yeah. for most niches, they need a little more nurturing. Um, so we're talking about, let's say a 2% conversion rate on that funnel, 98% of the people going through it aren't going to buy. Like, is that going to be life-changing money for you? Probably not. What would be though, yeah. is if we could get these products, you know, built and selling. And then it's like, you, the reason too, I'm saying not to worry about the funnel is like, if you know you're running a sale every month, like they can just go on your normal email list. <laughs> so like if you're emailing them yeah. a newsletter yeah. every week and then running a sale, it's like, you just put them in the newsletter. So like, I don't even know, like that I have a, really a funnel yet I've not felt like until recently we really had the volume where it would make sense now that we have creator camp I probably will build some more stuff like that out but the way I've always done it is everybody just goes on the email list I know we're going to launch the mastermind like every quarter pretty much right and I know we're going to do an awesome live event and so I'm like we'll just put them on the email list we'll send them the podcast send them the free stuff invite them to the stuff eventually they'll get to come to the launch event and when the mastermind opens they can get it and that's just how I always did it. It just kept it very, very simple. And then I spent all of my time in that offer just trying to make it the best that I could. And I kept my sales system super, super simple, right? And so I guess it really, it's focusing yeah. on lead gen then, right? Like that's social media. Um, I hear you talk a lot about TikTok. I'm on Instagram. Um, and I Are was you doing thinking YouTube. Reels? Are you doing reels on Instagram? Yeah, sort of. 
Okay. Well, I'm just saying like the reels together. Yeah. Yeah. The reels is where you can get organic reach right now on Instagram. It's reels. They're starting to pivot and I'm hoping that it's going to keep going where, because last year it was like, if you're not doing reels, like they were not showing your stuff to anybody like on there. And now I feel, I see it starting to shift where they're starting to show people's feed posts and they're starting carousel posts are definitely starting to show more of, and the real stuff seems to be simmering down. And so I'm kind of hoping it's going to kind of all level out, but we'll just have to wait and see. But right now the highest organic reach right now is with reels and carousel posts on Instagram. If you're looking to get leads that's what you want to be doing. The other stuff on there is not going to grow your account. Okay. So reels and carousels. Yep. And then TikTok has a great organic reach too, but I mean, you don't want to be everywhere. Like I really think if you're trying to simplify your business, we want to just get really good at one platform and grow one platform. Just do that. And then if you want to get on TikTok later, we can do that. Okay. Oh no, hold on. My computer okay. thing is low so, on battery. I want to make sure it doesn't kick you guys off. Okay. I should be okay. <laughs> I don't know. All the technology. Oh, me, oh wait, here it is. It came unplugged. I was like, what is happening? Okay. I had a moment of panic. I was like, is that gonna like shut down and kick everybody off this call? Ah. Um I know. So does that I help guess- though? So I think like yes. keep like, your lead gen simple, get a process where it's like every month we're selling something. And then it's like, okay, if I get more people on the email list and I'm selling something every month, it's like, I have a process that starts to kind of make sense that could, you could grow. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I just kind of have to build my own process. Is that kind of sort of the boss game, right? If you don't want to do that, you got to go get a jobby. (laughs) But if you want to be the boss, right? It's like, be the boss sounds fun when we're talking about like unlimited earning, unlimited vacation. But when you're like, but I have to like make everything. Yeah. (laughs) Everything. Um, When I always say the mastermind too, I'm like the best ideas for your guys's business comes from your brain, right? So I'll give you guys advice and I'll try to give you some perspective in the way I would think about it. But I'm always like the the best ideas and the best decisions come from your own brain. I don't know your guys's life. Like, I don't know, like there's a hundred thousand factors right to your business that I don't know about when I'm sitting up here trying to trying to give advice right and so I just try to give some perspectives and some ways of thinking about things so you but you still have to take it and figure out yeah. well which parts am I going to use and what am I going to throw away and make your own stuff out of it and that's the part that's hard about entrepreneurship is like yeah you're going to have to build the, your own process and figure out you know, and the reality is I always tell the mastermind, I'm like, if I pick, find something that I think will work for all of you, I will t- be the first person to tell everybody about it. Right. But I'm like, I don't see that. Like when I look at the people I know that are killing it and have great businesses, it's like, we all have different business models. Like some of us sell every week. Some of us sell, I have a friend that sells once a year. She just does one huge launch once a year. Right. Wow. And they- like, you know, they make like $700,000 at her launch, her one launch. Wow. I have a friend that sells like almost every weekend. She runs like a flash sale. She also makes 500000 a year. So it's like, there's lots of business models here that can work, right? What is most important is like, do we have a system for new people finding you? So you guys can get that kind of, the kind of volume you need to make the kind of income most of you guys want to make. And are we, do we have a great product and are we good at selling it? Like those things are are very very important and we want to keep them simple like don't 
don't overcomplicate them and think like more we our brains love to be like more is more is more right so it's like well if one platform for lead gen is good then five is like the best but the thing is is like it's not sustainable you don't really get that good at any of it and you end up like kind Mm -hmm. of like feeling like you're drowning which is not a very fun feeling as you know right what did you say spinning the wheels yes yeah so let's just keep things simple and i think like focusing for you on let me get a process for sales and then a process for bringing people in and putting them on the email list. And I know I'm selling something every month or every two months or every weekend, whatever you want to do. I always just think once a month is just a nice clean place to start. I'm like, just do the last week of the month. There you go. (laughs) So you can take that if you want, or you can modify it. It's your business, right? That makes sense. Yep, absolutely. And I think that's where it is, right? Is that there's so, like you just said, there's so many different ways of of doing it that, you know, I've been trying so many things that I'm just getting feeling like. It's the decisiveness. This is why at Plan Like a Boss, I started with that decisiveness. It's like, you just have to pick a strategy and decide that you're going to make it work. And you got to be like a dog with a bone with it, where you're like, this is how I'm getting people I'm going to figure out how to make this work. But a lot of people do is they strategy hop where it's like, I'll do reels for a little bit, but it's not working that good. Let me do TikTok. And then I'll do that for a little bit. And that's not working so great, but let me do Facebook. And then it's just like, you end up at a year and you guys haven't gotten anywhere. That's why at the mastermind, we do 90 day plan. I'm like, you, you try your plan for 90 days, you evaluate the results, and then you adjust again, like each quarter. And that way at the end of the year, we've at least strategically tested things versus emotionally testing things. Every time we feel like it's not working, we change our strategy. Right. And, and that keeps, can keep people really stuck. So at a certain point, it's like, you just have to decide this is going to be my business model. All of it's going to have its hardships, right? Everybody's always looking for what's going to be the fastest, what's going to be the easiest. I'm like everything, anything you guys pick is going to have its learning curve, its own struggles, its own its own brand of suck, right? You got to just be like, I'm in it with this one. Like, this is my lead gen. This is my sales process. It's like, it's like being in a relationship, right? It's like, I just have, I, my partner, Matt, it's like, I just decided he's my partner and I choose to focus on the things I love about him. I don't think about all the other guys I could be dating, right? It's like, I only think about him and our partnership and how much I like it. And I choose to think positive thoughts about it versus being like, but I could date this guy or I could date that or the, Oh, there's that guy over there. Yeah. It's like, yeah. right. And so all the shiny objects. At, yeah. All the shiny <laughs> objects. So you guys got to get in a committed relationship with these business strategies. Okay. Hopefully that helps. So, like, I just have one question on yeah. for, so my website, so should I, so whatever I decide, if I decide to repurpose the previous content or focus yep. on the new on my website, should I just have like on my main page, whatever is it, it is like the piecing part or the quilting part, or should I just keep it all there so that when people do find me, they can pick whatever they want? Like, because I, I know they much. say, find your niche, be specific on what it is so people can find you at that. And then grow I think from that there. If you want to niche down and make that your niche, just make it your niche. But I don't yeah. think it's going to matter too much. And I'll tell you why. It's like, I would look at, here's how I think about my business. And I don't know how to say it. I don't, I don't mean this to sound rude to anyone. Okay. But like, this is how I think, literally how I think about it. It's like, I only solve $10,000 problems. So I'm like, if something is not going to make us $10,000 or cost us $10,000, I spend very fucking little time thinking about it. So I'm just okay. like, is this like, Uh, so my website like was outdated and really sucked really bad 
for until like last month, I kind of started updating it a little bit. It's still not great. The reason I don't like really care too much or mess with it is like, I don't get any traffic on my homepage. So I'm like, okay. until yeah. there's like, uh, like thousands of people seeing it, I'm like, I'm not going to spend my time doing that. I'm going to go spend my time doing something else that people will see or get more people to find us or help my clients get great results and build my reputation or make my, like, I'm focused on stuff that I think have the potential to make us a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And so I'm always like, this what I say in the mastermind. I'm like, are you solving $5 problems or are you solving $500,000 problems? Because if you guys want to make that kind of money, you've got to solve $500,000 problems. And for a lot of you guys, like the stuff on your website doesn't matter too much. The things that will make like change your bottom line, if you guys are just starting is like getting that audience growth, getting lead gen, getting the getting for some of you guys, like getting a TikTok platform that has a hundred thousand people this year that can put you in a different place in your yeah. business next year. Right. Um, whereas the copy on your website, I'm like, I don't know, could it make some sales maybe, but like, if it's not really going to change your bank account, I just don't spend any time thinking about that. And I don't mean it in a rude way. I'm just trying to no, give you like, no. a, like literally the, how I think about what to focus. Cause there's so many things. So my brain's like, yes. what this? What that? and I'm just yeah. like, I only solve high, like problems that have the potential of changing the bottom line at the end of the year. I'm like, if it's not going to change our revenue at the end of the year, that website staying the same. <laughs> I don't have time to deal with it. And it, like, you guys arguably have less time than me because I've got three people helping me. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, we don't have time for that. Like, it's fine. Like, whatever. They'll figure it out. Like, I'm a business coach it's on the website. Like, uh, what do you want? <laughs> well, that's right. And that's what that's where I find is like, what? There's so many things. So what is it that is most important to focus it's on? For you, it's lead gen and sales. Like you need to be getting new people to find you and selling them things. Okay. <laughs> One and two, we're doing it. Yeah, do that at least for Q1. It's like, and then the rest of the stuff you can always, I'm like, your website's not going anywhere. You can update it. The other thing yeah. I'll tell the mastermind, I'm like, if your website's driving you crazy and you can fix it in 10 minutes, then you can do it. Otherwise, like you don't got time to worry about that stuff. <laughs> So, I mean, this is like literally like there's a lot of things in my business that I just ignore that are like I would love like um, our podcast name is wrong in iTunes and I don't have the login because like an old assistant made it for me and I have to like contact iTunes and like get into that account. I just never have time to deal with that. And I'm like, is that really going to like make me $10,000 next year? Probably not. So it's just like the same. Right. As the listeners go up on the podcast, if we got a hundred thousand new people listening to that podcast, I'd probably go fix it. Right. But I'm like, until yes. then, I'm like, whatever. We email it out. They know what the podcast is. It, it's for nurturing the people that already know who I am. So I'm like, does it really matter that much? Like, you know, so I ignore a lot of stuff like that. And to be frank with you guys, sometimes it doesn't feel good. It doesn't always feel great, like that the podcast name is outdated and the website is outdated. But I just look at, I've got to really stay focused on, to me, my priorities are always like being the best coach I can be making our programs the best and like making sure that the reputation of my programs is really, really good. My team being happy and sustainable so that I have people that stay with me and support me and help me because <laughs> I need them. <laughs> like yes. I'm always like, I would die without Rebecca. Right. Um, and uh, sales and marketing. So I'm like just getting in front of new people and showing them how great our offers are. And that's all I've been doing, you know, the last three years. And that's frankly, like how we scaled, um, you know, I haven't run ads or anything like that. That's, that's how I've made all my money. So if I could give you guys advice, that's, that would be my advice. You could take or leave. It's not for everybody. Right. But yeah. for me, I have ADHD. I'm like, I've got to be 
things have to be simple and I have to be focused. Otherwise, you know, I could spend a week updating our website if I let myself like. Yes. <laughs> well, that's like, the problem, right? Oh yeah. My brain would love doing that. I'd be like, oh, let's redo the colors and redo the graphics and redo all. Of and it's just like, I like, is that really going to change our bank account at the end of the year? Like what's going to change our bank account? Like delivering to our customers, getting new people in that offer. Like that's all I do. I don't really do a lot of extra stuff, if that makes sense. So just keep things as simple as possible. That's always my my advice. Okay. Now talking about simple, just my last question. Okay. <laughs> um. So what I find is that like when I post things, then I want to keep it organized so that I know that I've posted it. And then if I want to repurpose it, I have it with the blurb. What system can you put your picture in that you can then retake the picture out of? Like we do Airtable. You know what I mean? We have a content Airtable? database in Airtable. Airtable, Airtable is basically okay. like an Excel sheet, but if you guys are in the mastermind, we can give you a, a template for my content. It might even already be in there, but if you're in the mastermind, remind me, just ask in the group and we can get it for you guys. Um, and we just okay. use Airtable though, but even if you're not in the mastermind, you can build that, right? So you just put, and it, it will let you upload an image in there. That's what we use for all of our events that we do too. So when we have like summits and bundles and we need to give all of our speakers, like all their mm -hmm. little promo images, we literally just give them an Airtable. That's like, here's all the emails, here's all the pictures, here's all the stuff. And it's all organized. Um, but that's what we use. And, and then they can use... take it out of there. Yeah, they can use Like they can go it. and take... Mm -hmm. Okay. I, have all my okay. testimoni I have all my testimonials in there. So like, um, I have an assistant and one of her jobs is to just go through the groups once a week and screenshot any little nice things people have said about the mastermind. And then yeah. she saves them into an air table and they're all tagged and organized. Perfect. You could do the same thing with, we have a, we call it like a content database, but basically you can put your emails, your Instagram posts, your Facebook posts, your, anything you do for a launch anything you guys think you might want to reuse, you just stick it in an air table, tag it with like the category. So if it's talking about a certain topic or promoting a certain product, you can tag and organize it all in there. So then you can sort and be like, show me all of the things about this topic or show me all the things that we have related to this program. Like I was sick mm -hmm. during this launch. So like, I didn't make any new stuff for this launch. I just like went into our, my old database and like pulled a bunch of old emails and scheduled them to go out. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but see, that's what thing, I want right? to be able to do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, these work, these work too good. Let's send these again. Like, I don't Perfect. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, so I would just use Airtable. I mean, there, I'm sure there's lots of, you guys can put in those comments what you guys use. There's lots of programs that do all this stuff now, but my team- There's so many, one, but yeah. Yeah. But they all have one. their own little- We okay. use- Because um, they all- yeah, we use yeah, we use Asana for tasks and then we use Airtable for like organizing like data, like content right. database, event stuff, speaker applications, anything that's kind of that we put in Airtable. And then we just use Asana Perfect. for like literally like to do, like tasks to do. And that's kind of okay. how I keep it straight in my brain. I also love Notion, but the team doesn't use that. I just use it for like my own note taking and my own journaling and stuff like that. But you got you're going to have to come up you know, that's part of being the business owner is like coming up with the system for keeping the business organized. And the great thing about having a content database is then once you do have that money to get a VA, you're just like, hey, go run that sale we ran last last year in March 
and you have all the emails there, you have all the posts you mm. did about it there, they can just schedule that stuff out. And like, yeah. it, it becomes really easy to, to have people help you when you have a database of content like that for them to pull from, and you're not having to make stuff forever. Yeah. Okay. Super. Well, Thanks thank you so, so very much, Faith. That it was, was so amazing. fun to see you in person. Yeah. I love seeing you guys that are in the group in here. The mastermind is open. Let me tell you guys what I told Kayla right before this call. Some people were asking about the monthly plan. I'm phasing out the monthly plan and the mastermind. The mastermind is $9.97 for the year. Right now on the sales page, it's $9.97 or a three-month payment plan. And I most pretty much every payment plan I offer is interest-free just because I think it's nice because I don't know. I was a new business owner and I know like those interest charges are kind of hefty at times, right? So that's on the sales page. What I told Kayla, because a, a bunch of people emailed and they wanted the $97 plan and they didn't realize that we were not offering at this time, I let her give them the, the payment plan. And when I give, so I'm like, you guys are like all my kids. I try to be fair. So when I give some people something, I just offer it to everybody. And so if you want the $97 plan, you can email info at faithmariah.com. And I told Kayla, she can give it to you guys. And I'll probably, what I'll probably end up doing, because uh, I'm traveling to New Orleans, we're moving to New Orleans tomorrow. What is wrong with me? I'm like in the middle of a launch and we're like literally driving tomorrow to go to New Orleans from Florida. Um, but when I finally get my computer reconfigured and my life back together, I'll probably send an email with the $97 a month link. So it's 90, you can join literally for 97 bucks. And it's a three, it's a, I ask you to do a three month commitment. I really think a year in the mastermind, I think can be like very game changing for people. And that's why we're moving to the year. Cause I think being in there for a year gives you time to like marinate on this stuff, gives you time to take advantage of the coaching. There is a ton of resources in there. It's, it's a really, it's a lot of material. And I feel like when people come on the monthly plan, they get so stressed about how much stuff there is that they get overwhelmed and they don't get as good of results as the people that are there for a year. Right. So the people that come in for a year, their thoughts tend to be like, oh, I've got all this time to go through this. Like, this is great. I have so much stuff. And the people that come in on the monthly plan tend to be like, oh, my God, there's so much stuff in here. How am I going to get through it all? And they get very overwhelmed. And so that's why I'm making that decision. It's not that I want people. I, of course, want everybody to be able to, to join that wants to. But I just wanted to let you guys know that that's kind of one of the changes we're making to the payment plan, but I will open it back up. If you want that plan, you can email her and she'll email it to you tomorrow and I'll email it out probably at the end. And then the bonuses, let me announce the bonuses really quick. The first thing I want to say is everybody that joins the mastermind right now is getting a year of creator camp for free. That's not on the sales page or anything. The team is just doing that behind the scenes. Uh, if I had not been sick, we would have done better marketing around that. Uh, if you already bought Creator Camp for a year, we will refund you that that payment. So just email Kayla. She'll take care of it. She's been taking care of, of, of that as they're coming in. So you can get a year of Creator Camp included. That's usually $77. You can just get that for free right now when you join. We're also doing the accountability challenge in January. So I think something that is really nice about the Mastermind is Almost every month we run some type of challenge in there that everybody does together to keep everybody focused and on track. So the accountability challenge we're running for January is you basically submit, you fill out a form saying your intentions for the week, your top few tasks, the thoughts you're going to use to get your tasks done, 
um, when you sign on for the week. And then when you sign off for the week, you do a little debrief that's just like, what went good this week? What could have been better? They're quick questions, but they're designed to just help you stay focused. And then everybody that does that gets entered into a drawing the following week. So every Monday we're going to be giving stuff away and doing drawings, which I think is fun. And it's just like, do you need an accountability like challenge to get stuff done in your business? Like probably not. Right. But it's for some of us, it's very nice. I have ADHD. I'm like that kind of stuff. Like this stuff can be a grind doing it by yourself where you're just like, trying to get it done and trying to get it done and trying to stay focused, right? And it can feel very draining and heavy when you're by yourself. I think it's more fun to do it with the community, to do the challenges. And it just kind of, it allows you to like recommit to that business every month. And I think if you do that all year, by the end of the year next year, like you really will have blown your mind where you'll be at the end of the year. Um, Oh, this was the thing. This was the big thing everybody has been asking for that we're finally doing. I don't know that you guys will be as excited about this as the main mastermind, but the mastermind has been asking us to put together how to host a bundle because they are, we host bundles and summits every quarter. And if you're a mastermind member, you get to participate. So our next one will be the next level you summit. If you're a mastermind member, you get to speak at that as a speaker. We promote it. Everybody in the mastermind promotes it. And they're really fun. It's just a way for us to all get exposure and grow our businesses together. Um, and the mastermind really loves them. So in addition to the summits, we also host the bundles. Some of you guys saw the Holiday Abundance Bundle or you saw Lizzie's Bundle. We host bundles like that for our community. And they've been asking, like, we want, we want to host our own bundles. Can you make something? And I've always been like, I don't know if I'm like good enough at bundles yet, but I finally feel like we have a really, really good system now. Kelsey, my assistant Kelsey has been working all year with me on events and we have a really good um, system in Asana. And so I'm going to do a workshop showing you how to make your own bundle and you'll get our Asana board that you can literally take and use to host your own bundle and use it as a template to start developing your own system. So if you know you don't want to be on social media, I think you guys should be on social media because I think you all should be like social media rock stars, right? But if you're like, I'm not, that's not for me. That's not that. I'm not about that life. I understand. And I think hosting the bundles and summits can be a great way to grow your list if you don't want to be making content on social media all the time. That is the main strategy I've used to grow my email list and my own business, and it's been incredibly effective. And so that will be a bonus that's coming in Q1 that will only be available in the mastermind. And then the last thing I'll say about as far as like bonuses and extra stuff is we do have a two-week money-back guarantee, and it's no questions asked. So if you're, I just want people to feel confident buying. And I always tell the mastermind, I'm like, you know, you're safe with me and my team. Like we got you. Right. And if you get in there and you're like, you know, the coaching isn't exactly what I need, or I really think like, this isn't exactly what I was wanting, or it's not exactly what I was expecting. You just email us and we refund you. There's no questions asked. You don't have to like submit any workbooks or like do any of that kind of stuff. It's, I just want to make sure that like you feel confident about it. Um, and you don't have to worry about like, hurting my feelings or anything. I'm not, I probably won't even see your email because I don't read the email. Okay. So some of you guys are like so nice. You're like, I would never ask for a refund. I would feel too guilty. <laughs> I'm like, I literally have it. Like, so if you need it, you can get it. Like you don't need to feel guilty. So that's the mastermind. The main things about the mastermind, you know, it, it has a lot of workshops and a lot of training. It has, you know, my launch line course. It has my coaching course in it. It has stuff on sales. It has stuff on lean magnets. 
Um, but the main thing about it, I really think is like the community and the amount of support. So inside there, you know, we're doing five plus live calls every week. Like you do, you get business retreats where you get to get on a call all together and we all work on one little area of our business together, whether that's like a freebie lead magnet or a sales or developing a course, each one has a different topic. We all get on the call together and get a ton done. We have co-working where you can get with other mastermind members and all work on your business together. We have the co-coaching calls. I showed you guys that at Plan Like a Boss. You got my financial advisor, Whitney is in there. She's amazing. Allison Reeves is incredible. She's doing a lot of really great stuff with like regulating people's nervous systems, as well as like, she's just really good at marketing, right? Um, Ashley Rachel is in there. Megan is going to come back and she's going to be coaching on TikTok. Megan that I coached earlier has an amazing TikTok account. She's grown to over 300,000 people, which just is like totally mind blowing. Um, and I believe is on track to have her first $20,000 month. And so she's amazing. Definitely someone you want to learn social media from. Um, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you get courses and you get workshops and you get resources and stuff. But I really think it's the support of the community, not having to do everything alone. I coached, I, if you liked this call, you will really like the mastermind because this is what I do in there. Every, you get a call with me every Tuesday with me. I take one Tuesday off a month and then my business manager, Rebecca Lara, who knows Rebecca? Rebecca's incredible. She's an amazing coach and she stands in on that call. So you, every Tuesday, you can either talk to me or like my my most prime best team member, right? Um, and then Thursday, I do Q&A. So you can submit, if you can't come live, you can just submit your question for the Q&A and I read all everybody's questions on live and I answer everybody's questions on camera. Um, and then in addition to that, you also get the Facebook group, which is incredible. And the people in there are really, really amazing. The community is really special. And so it's just a place for you to ask questions, for you to get support. If you're confused about something, if you are like, I, I was doing my plan and I just stopped, like, come to the call and talk to me. Let me help you. Right. If you are like, I don't know what to do for my launch. I'm overwhelmed. Come to the call and talk to me. Like, I can help you post in the Facebook group. Like, you know, the community can help you. Like there's places you can go to get support. So you're not just like flailing around taking random courses. Cause a lot of you guys have started to see that's not working, right? It's like, we can take all the courses and do all the random things, but it's like, we need a bigger picture strategy and a focus and then also support because this stuff is hard and there's a lot of ups and downs. I'll tell you guys too, like there's a lot of ups and downs in every business. Every entrepreneur I know, it's like we've had good seasons and you have bad seasons and there's seasons where it's fun and there's seasons where it, it can be really challenging, right? And that's just, I'm always like, that's just entrepreneurship. It's just normal, normal stuff, right? But if we know that there's going to be ups and downs, it's like, let's get some support in place where you have a community around you. A lot of us don't have, I don't know any, I, before I started this business, I didn't know any entrepreneurs in real life. I knew no business owners, right? So I had no one around me that really understood this stuff or had anybody I felt like I could talk to that like got it in any real way. And I really think the community aspect in there um, is really, really amazing. So it's open. I'm probably going to leave it open till Sunday since I've been like moving and flailing around. Um, but I hope some of you guys will join. Congratulations to everybody that's already in there. I'm doing one more free call. Uh, and still come to the free calls, even if you're not going to buy. Like I always like, I want everyone in my community to win. Like I want you to win right? If you work with me, great. If you don't work with me, great. I still want to help you. I still have expertise, you know, and I can still help you as much as I can. Um, Friday at noon. So I'll send the reminder email like this. 
and we'll put make the post like this. But the last call is Friday at noon. The replay for this and the replay for Plan Like a Boss is going to be available till Sunday. And then they'll go into the mastermind. So just make sure if you're not going to join and you if you want to rewatch or you want to get the Notion dashboard, just make sure you do all of that before Sunday. Um, and that's that. So I hope you guys all have a great night. Thank you guys so much for being here. I have to go pack all of my belongings to go to New Orleans. You guys think I can do it? <laughs> no problem, right? <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Yes, yes. I'll update you guys on Instagram, but we'll be good. All right, you guys. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great night. Bye, everybody.